What's up, Wrestle fans? You're listening to the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 29, Plunder Brawl. What's up, Warheads? Welcome to the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 29. See that? I checked before we started talking. Uh, I'm DJ. I'm here with... This Brett. is Brett. Hello, DJ. Hey, Brett, how are you, pal? I'm uh, I'm doing good, man. Good. I'm, I'm in a good-ass mood. Good. Washing your hands, wearing your mask. Of, of course. I'm, I'm doing it all. All right. I, I'm... I, I'm a safe man. I don't play. Yeah. I don't play fast and loose. All you right. You happen to run across any uh, Pokemon parades around your house in the last couple of days or anything? No, no, I have not. No, it's been uh, it's been been poopy weather. So okay, that's true. It's poopy I have, right I have now. not. Garden. Yes, I, I have. I have not seen. Uh, I have not seen one, Mister Pokemans. I the the Pokemon. The Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> the Pokemon. Uh, all right, so uh, welcome everybody to the show. Uh, we got a ton of new listeners, maybe, I think, possibly. Uh, welcome aboard. Uh, glad to have you. We're going to recap AEW and NXT. Uh, first, we'll lead off with some news, and there's nothing. Um, when you said all aboard, I almost did the, the tugboat choo-choo. But... That's Uncle Fred. Um, I love tugboat. <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah, so no real news. Uh, you got a Kurt Axel release. You got a Jerry Briscoe furloughed. Uh, nothing huge. But uh, the one thing, Brett, I want to uh, spring on you, and I don't know if you saw this or not. It was it was oh some boy. news. Some news rumor broken by uh, by D- Dirty Dutch Mantel. Did you see this? Um, I did see this. But okay. go ahead. Uh, Dirty Dutch kind of broke this open, and we all know that he's a super trustworthy individual. I don't know. Um, that's not true. Um, that but, makes uh, me angry. It's it's made the rounds, I think, aside from that. Maybe it's all sp- spun from that, or if it's other sources. But there's a rumor that Vince is looking to sell. Yeah. Um, you know what? I don't know if... Uh, I don't know how much heat there is to that, because... I don't know if you kind of got it confused where they were looking to uh, change the pay-per-view model and have the rights like either sold to ESPN or yeah. Fox, like right. to have it through their apps and stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, maybe he got that confused. Um, you know, just like he, just like he, you know, just so happened to get confused to not tell the police about what happened to Bruiser Brody. <laughs> um, so that I, I can't put a worth of salt into. Yeah. Uh, and neither do I. Um, you know, it, it's fun to talk about, though, exactly. like if, if, if it didn't sell. And th- and that's the thing. You know, I also saw some reports about Vince, people saying, you know, Vince like doesn't give a shit anymore, that he's sort of beaten up and uh, downtrodden, if you will, about the failure, second failure of the XFL. Uh, WWE stocks are in the shitter. Uh, which is, I mean, they they recovered a little bit, but they're like, like somewhere floating around forty dollars a share, where two years ago they were up over a hundred dollars a share. <sighs> um, so you know, lots of reports of that sort of Vince not uh, going, I don't care, just do whatever, I don't give a shit. So uh, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I would not put it past uh, Disney. Disney's one of the rumored buyers. 
or interested buyers, if you will. I saw that, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't wouldn't put it past Disney to uh, try and just buy up and obtain more media. Um, sure, they fucking own everything else that exists on this planet. Everything else. Uh, they own everything, and they still won't put the original Muppet Show on fucking Disney Plus. But that's for a different podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna start. Um, but uh, yeah, so you know, and Fox too. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. You know, um, I, I don't, I don't believe it. Again, it's you know, I'll I'll believe just about nothing that comes out of Dutch Mantel's mouth. Um, but. It's it's an interesting thing to talk about. I don't know if any, if it'll ever happen. I mean, may, I, I would assume that would mean Vince, the kids don't want it, or the kids want to sell it too. I don't know. Well, it's interesting because I don't know how like many shares Vince sold off for the yeah. XFL thing. Um, you know, obviously he didn't sell where he's not longer majority or anything like sure. that. But yeah. um, I mean, the dude's he's up there. Yeah. You know, I understand like he's he's a he's a genetic jackhammer, but. Yeah. You know, uh... uh, well, I mean, I saw him, I, I didn't watch it, but I saw him come out for the, the Triple H thing, the, the, the let's, we I not, heard about this. We have nothing better to do than just make a whole show about praising Triple H. <laughs> um, and like, he looked terrible and he sounded real bad. Oh yeah. I, you know, I didn't watch it cause we, we were watching, uh, the last drive in last week there yeah. in SmackDown, which, uh. You know, hey, let's let's talk about that after we finish up with this. But, sure. um, you know, I heard like he was acting like goofy or whatever. I I didn't see anything of it, so I don't know the context. So, but yeah, he came out to uh, basically just bury Triple H, you know, like jokingly and uh, <laughs> jo- jokingly. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, he's an old man. He's you know he's looking frail. He's not you know doing whatever that that's to be expected. The thing that got me the most like was was his voice. He he had a little bit of like a slur. Um yeah. and, and it wasn't it's not bad. It you know to me like reminded me a little bit of like a like some people when they after they have a stroke get that little bit of a speech problem or like uh like JR when he first came back from Bell's palsy. Okay. Again, I don't know the Vince the Vince doesn't have any of this. I, I wouldn't assume any of that. I'm just saying that he, the way he was talking and it could just be age. He was a little slower, it was a little weaker, he had a little bit of a slur. He try he did the old like the Vince like, "Man, you're fired." And uh oh, it just didn't it didn't have the the guttural the oomph. Yeah, it didn't have the oomph of, of a Vince McMahon, and it's because he's like a seventy what is he, seventy three, seventy eight, two hundred and thirty four, how old is he? I don't know. <laughs> um but you know he's an old man, so yeah, he's getting up there. Yeah, I mean it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see if any, if there's any smoke that comes from it. But uh, sure. but for now, I'm kind of uh, yeah. I'm not gonna hold eh, my breath. I'll until... believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I ain't gonna hold my breath. Uh, it would be interesting to see the company under anybody else's uh, control and purview, though. Like, it it would just be weird. But yeah. But anyway, you wanted to bring it up. Because we brought it up sort of there. Uh, Chris Jericho on Last Drive-In last Friday. Yes, on Last uh, Drive-In with uh, Mr. Joe Bob Briggs. Joe Bob Briggs. Uh, if you have Shudder, uh, which you should, it's cheap and awesome. Um, you, uh, and you right get, now I think there's like a 30-day promo yeah, code. you can get well 30 days that. free with, I think you use Jericho as a code. At least you could last week. I think so, yeah. They might have eliminated it. I don't know, but there's other 30-day ones out there. So you can get 30 days free Shudder. It's completely worth it. Uh, the catalog, 
uh, always add new stuff, rarely take anything down. They have a pretty good reputation for that. And uh, if you remember Monster Vision, which is used to pair, used to come on, you know, TBS, TNT, uh, back in the day. Uh, so sort of wrestling related, but Jericho was on to host, uh, what he calls his favorite movie, blood sucking freaks. <laughs> I don't know how, <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, listen, if you want to see someone, uh, eat, eat a dick dog, then, then that's, I mean, that's the movie for you. Oh, the dick dog. Uh, I mean, that's, I could recommend you a few other movies that are similar, but if you want to see someone eat a dick dog, <laughs> you want to see Chris Jericho talk about someone eating a dick dog. Uh, watch the last drive in season two, episode one with uh, with Joe Bob Briggs. Uh, yes. And uh, Jericho performed a song about the bloodsucking freaks. He sure so, did, and it was uh, pretty magical. Yeah, and the way this ties back into wrestling is that he reveals on the when you watch the movie, if you weren't aware of bloodsucking freaks, there's a character in blood bloodsucking freaks that's the henchman. His name is Ralphus. So if you that know, blew my mind. If you know Jericho history. Ralphus, that's where he got the name for his for Jericho's personal security. Yeah, when he said that, I was just like, mm-hmm. "Holy shit, this yeah. is amazing!" So uh, the character in in Bloodsucking Freaks is nothing like Jericho's personal security, Ralphus. But uh, but yeah, it was fun. It's cool to see Jericho. Um, uh, my wife, uh, my wife, uh, f- sometimes occasional guest of the show, uh, Michelle, uh, watched it and. She loves Chris Jericho, and she realized after watching that that he's actually a nice guy. So she's like, uh, I'm done with him. I don't care about his shtick anymore because he was polite to people. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's a bummer. <laughs> she only likes him because he's a jerk. Um, but yeah, so get Shudder. I, I, I have no – it does nothing for me, for us. It, we do not get any sort of uh, – kickback oh, for this in any way. No, nothing. Um, but, uh, if you like horror movies, get it, though. Yeah, it's a ton of fucking fun. Shudder's great. Uh, Darcy the Male Girl is a big AEW mark, which is kind of how they got Jericho on there. So uh, I laughed when she dressed up as Ralphus. She did. She dressed up as Ralphus. Um, she's been front row <laughs> at some AEW shows. Uh, if you went back and looked, I've picked her out of the crowd. Uh, how could you not? Uh, she is a uh, former adult actress. Um, so when you look at the crowd at an AEW show, uh, in between the pants shitters, uh, and the, and the Scooby-Doo fuck and the Scooby-Doo's, uh, she's in there, uh, looking like what you would expect a former adult, uh, performer to look like. So, uh, but she's cool. She's very good on the show and, uh, she tweets about wrestling all the time. Uh, she's even interacted with, with us a little bit here and there, uh, which is nice. She, I think she follows the show. So, but anyway, that's she'll, cool. she'll listen, but she follows. Um, you don't know that. You don't that's know true. that. It, Darcy, if you're, if you're listening, uh, how you doing? It's happening. <laughs> uh, Why did you turn into Enzo Amoria there? <laughs> you're talking you to know. the realest guys in the room. Boy, I hope that you have a consensual penis as well. Um, cool. So let's talk about some, <laughs> some wrestling, sir. You know, if I had a dime for every time, God damn it! I'd have zero dimes. <laughs> what a fuckhead! Uh, hold on, let me go upstairs so... and get a white claw and pretend to fight Joey Janela oh, like a fucking no. douchebag. Um, Enzo Amore. <laughs> remember remember that two-month period when we liked him? Remember when we were like, "This yeah. guy can talk," and then he got in the ring. We're like, "Oh shit, this guy sucks." <laughs> yeah. And then and then it was and like, he... "Oh, he only has those two lines, huh?" And then oh, he got shit. his. 
fucking head bounced off the canvas like a goddamn basketball, and that was it. <laughs> See you later, bub. Yep. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move let's, on. Let's, let's get an AW. I could shit on that dude all night. Um, let's. So, so can I. <laughs> let's talk about some AEW. Yeah, let's so, talk about AEW Dark. Thirty-one. Yes, yes Dark. Uh, uh, so they've been keeping them short and sweet, just the way I like it. Mm-hmm. First match, you had Jimmy Havoc versus uh, Major Sean Dean. I thought it was Captain. That's what they were. Uh, Captain Sean, Major Sean, Major Guns. Not it was whatever. not Major Guns. Corporal Cajun, I don't know. It, nope. Um, <laughs> no. GI bro. Just no. <laughs> um, Come on. No, it was Captain Sean Dean, I believe. All right. If yeah. you say so, I'll, I'll, you, you probably remember better than I do. Yeah. Um, so this uh, goes like four minutes. Havoc wins. Yeah. It's fine. I think they're going to sh- sign Sean Dean once like everything picks back up, though. Yeah. He, uh, I can see it. Yeah, so two things. Uh, one, at least Sean Dean potatoed Jimmy Havoc. Yes, he sure did. Uh, and two, do you think Jimmy Havoc just did all these dark matches just back-to-back? You think he just he just finished one, he walked to the back, and then somebody was at the curtain, they went, all right, turn the fuck around, get back out there. I do, believe so, yeah. Do another one. Yeah, I, I could see that for yeah. sure because I've seen nothing but Jimmy Havoc matches for in the last month or so. Uh-huh. So the main event of Dark. Main event of Dark, most important match of the of the of the night of the week. Most important match of your life. Yes. The best friends going up against Stagger Lee Johnson mm-hmm. and Musa. Musa. Yeah. I was <laughs> when I saw Musa, mm-hmm. it just made me think of MAGA. Ooh. You remember MAGA, don't you? No. No, not with the with Larry Sweeney. Oh shit! Yeah, was that his name? <laughs> Yeah, MAGA. I think oh, it was named MAGA. Oh, okay. Not, not, certainly not MAGA. Yeah, I thought that was like, uh, MAGA. that's an unfortunate situation. Uh, Ma, I do no, remember. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, a yeah. Cool, that was a good combination. Yeah, Sweeney yeah. and MAGA. Not as good um, as Larry Sweeney and the Sharecropper, but it was still good. Oh, baby. Yeah. Um, so this goes like six minutes. Uh, best friends win. Yeah. And, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. So I want to ask you a question uh, about this. Uh, did, uh... Did anybody's gear in this match remind you of anybody? Um, if you're talking about Chuck Taylor's gear, uh huh. Um, I don't know. It was like real flowery. It was, and he had. Did it, did it remind me of like a like a Captain Lou Albano Hawaiian shirt? No. Yes, the answer is no. He had uh some like pink boots and kick pads, looking very El Matador. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Only you would put that together. Why? Everybody knows El Matador. Oh, I love me some Chico Santana. Exactly. <laughs> I saw I saw him and I was like, holy shit, he's dressed like the El Matador. That's awesome. <laughs> and now I need to get an El Matador hat for my friend. Golly, I've got to complete the collection. Well, of course you do. Do you have one? Of what? Uh, do you have an El Matador one? El uh, Matador Hasbro? Yeah, I have a I have a Matador Hasbro. Yes, sir. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. I'll catch up to you one day, I promise. Well, you're getting there. I Maybe. am. I you're am. buying at a much larger rate than I am, so you'll be all right. That is that is true. You're right about yeah. that. So let's talk about some uh, Dynamite. Yes, let's get into Dynamite. Season 2, Episode 18. Ooh. So, 
opening package is basically just hyping up the Darby and Cody feud, mm-hmm. uh, which we're going to get right into Cody versus Darby Allen in the semifinals for the TNT Championship Tournament. Yes. So, this match goes a little over 20 minutes. Yep. Uh, Cody wins. Yeah. So, I'll say this. I'm not surprised at the outcome. No. I mean, we if you go back, we called this at the beginning of the thing that it was going to be uh, Cody Archer. Yeah. Yeah. So, that I'm not surprised with. Yeah. Um... But let's talk about the finish. Okay, I mean, if you, if you want to. I mean, it wasn't good. <laughs> no, no, it really wasn't. No. Like, they did the thing where Darby hits the coffin drop, but he has Cody pinned, but his shoulders are on the mat, so yeah. the ref counts Darby's shoulders. Yeah. Uh, Cody didn't even have him, like, rolled up or anything. No, Cody just, like, lifted his own shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Um. Not so a fan. This, um... I, I do. I want to preface this by saying this is was probably the best match Cody Rhodes could have. Oh, the match itself was a ton of fun. You know, um, I don't think whoever he's in the ring against, he could have a better match than this one. Um, Darby's great, and he gets over no matter what. You know, he is. Barely, very rarely wins. Uh, he has now not beaten Cody three times. Ugh. Um, you know the first, the first one was the draw, right? Yeah, first one was the draw. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he just. I have so many problems with that aspect of it. Is that, like, what, what are you building to now? Like, people last week or the week before came out and said this is a rubber match. It's not a rubber match because uh, rubber match, you have to have one win and one win. And Darby has zero wins against Cody. Uh, and I, th- I thought for a second, I was like, oh, this might be the one. Like, this might be the thing to, like, push him finally. Like, it took him the third shot, but he can finally do it and win and move on and, you know, go and defy the odds against a monster. Like, that's sort of co- uh, Darby's character, right? He gets the shit kicked out of him, but he pulls through. Except for when he wrestles Cody. He gets the shit kicked out of him, and he doesn't pull through. Uh, so, but, again, obviously, it was going to be Cody Archer. They set that up in the beginning. That was what they were doing with Jake, the Jake promos and all that. I thought they were going to do a little more involved. I thought they could have been a little more inspired and creative with it. Um, you know, book it a little differently. You know, do like the... Do the Archer Dustin first, so that when Cody comes out, he's more motivated to win kind of thing where he, you know, he comes out and saves his brother and he's like, Oh, Darby's going to give me a big fight, but, but what you did to my brother is going to, going to motivate me through. And then that makes even what happened in the Cody Darby match more entertaining and more thought provoking of like, Oh my God, Cody, Cody should have lost, but something about having to avenge his brother gave him that last little bit to roll him up. Um, but instead you just got Cody keeping a guy down because they know he'll be over no matter what. Uh, and I don't know if that'll happen all the time. Darby's really over, but not if he keeps losing the same people over and over again, you know, what would you, what would you think about like, uh, so I don't know. 
What would you think about Darby costing Cody the TNT Championship? What does it do for for him? And, and like, I, I'm with you, but at the same time, it's like I don't know what else, like where you go with him now because it's like yeah. you can't beat Cody. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know what you do there. Yeah. Um, like the Sammy thing, I guess you could always go back to that, but I don't think they want to keep rehashing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, I guess you could move him somewhere else, but I, I don't know who's going where right now. Maybe you leave him off to TV until after double or nothing. Yeah. Um, you know, so that, you know, somebody kind of said like, Oh, well, what if you have like Darby kind of go the heel route against Cody, but then it's like, okay, well, you still have like blood and guts that's going to happen eventually. Yeah, and it, and there's so much that's it, still like on hold. It's a weird holding pattern. If he if he interferes and costs Cody the match, it does nothing. So what is what happens to Cody? He gets to get his revenge against a guy he's been beating up anyway. Um, and Darby just becomes a bad guy. I, I mean, do you risk his his heat for that? For you know, risk his baby face for that? I don't know, but then like it just it just makes Darby look like uh, you know just shitty. Like, oh, you you couldn't beat this guy three times, so you have to take everything from him. Well, you know you couldn't beat him three times. He didn't screw you out of any of these losses. You know, <laughs> there's been yeah. no funny finish. He's just beaten you. So like, there's nothing like that. So like, I just I would have booked it so differently, and I know that's what they were doing. But like, to me, the better final, the better match would be. Dustin Darby, that match would be crazy. Oh, it'd be awesome. Because, like, Dustin's great. Darby would kill himself. And, like, you would have that sort of young versus old, you know, new guard kind of tell about it. You know, you can say you have the the new face in Lance Archer, but he's older than Cody. Yeah, he is. You know, and, like, I like Archer. I, I You know, I, I, he really turned around for me. But, like, to me, if... You booked Archer, Archer Dustin first, like showed that first, had him beat the shit out of Dustin like he is, have Cody come down and interfere and cost Archer that match. That makes everything Jake says about Cody ring true. Yeah. It sets up Cody Archer. You don't need a belt for that. You don't need that to be over and over a belt. There were, it was, it was enough to have Jake talk, talk asses in the seats. If the asses were able to get in the seats. So you could just do it that way. And then, have Darby beat Cody and have Cody dust or have Darby Dustin. That'd be a great match. You put the belt on Darby because he's your most over undercard guy. And then the inner circle can chase that. You have a, a, another title of a guy who comes out, performs great, busts his ass every time with a belt for the fans to get behind. Dustin doesn't lose anything because he's such a good wrestler and he's just putting over the new talent. And you still have Cody Archer off to the side beating the shit out of each other. doesn't have to be for the TNT title. Just have Archer just beat the shit out of him. But instead, they're doing what we all thought they would do, what everyone thought was a little too obvious, and it's fine. I, I, I Actually, I don't even think it's going to be a bad match. I, I think Archer and Cody will have a very good Cody Rhodes match. Um, I just happen to prefer... Dustin and Darby over just about anybody. Yeah, and we'll talk about the main event later, but uh, I think that the main event was much better than what uh, the final was going to be. Yes. Um, 
So after this, we had a Scorpio Sky video package that I skipped through. I don't know about you. You Okay, good. Um, MJF gives an update on his injury. He's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I'm a mark. Yeah, he he worked, yeah. I'm a stupid mark. Oh, you Mizark. Yep, 100%. (laughs) Um, So he'll be back next week. Yeah. But the next match, we had... The Wardlow. Uh-huh, the Wardlow. Going up against Musa. Mm-hmm. The star of dark, Musa. Wardlow wins it in two minutes. Yeah, uh, of course he did. Murder by death. Yeah. Uh, um, Dude, that knee in the corner. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Was sick. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was sick. <laughs> Yeah, whoever whoever I taught, loved it. Whoever taught him and gave him that idea to do that, uh, oh my is smart God. guy. It's a killer move for a dude. Uh, that's big. Uh, and uh, I don't know who if he'll be able to give it to necessarily everybody, but we'll see. Like I would take away the F10 and give him that. Thing. Yeah, the F10 stinks. Like yeah. yeah, that stinks. But that knee in the corner. Oh my God, yeah. he looked like he knocked his head off with yep. it. Yeah, definitely, and it gives. You, it I gives was like, a, I was like, let's go Wardlow after yeah. that because that that was it, sick. It gives him a move like people can counter out of it easier. You know, he it's a big build up when he's setting them up for it, like all that sort of stuff. Uh, everybody puts everybody on their shoulders and does something. When fucking yeah. Sean Spears is winning matches with a Death Valley driver, uh, you can uh, you can just stop. <laughs> Not anymore. You can just stop putting people up on your <laughs> shoulders. <laughs> Yeah, that that that's all you need to know about that match. Was just watch the knee in the corner. It's I saw it like making the rounds online on yeah. Twitter today. People were like, "Holy shit! Like this is sick." Yeah. Uh, so good for Wardlow. My favorite part of this match is Jericho on commentary because we have Jericho and Skiavone again. And, Love it. Uh, Jericho says about Musa. He says, "Musa, you came here to get a job, and now you're gonna do a job." <laughs> So, man, Jericho the last four weeks was a treat. Yeah, he's been killing it. He was so much fun. Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking um, of. So, yes, speaking of, you're right. The Bubbly Bunch is yes, back. It is. Uh, we're talking flim flam. But Jericho said, you know what? We're going to settle a winner with an old fashioned Manitoba melee. Yes. Describe a Manitoba Manitoba Melee to us, uh, sir. Okay, so Manitoba Melee is uh, so everybody's been doing these things on the uh, interwebs. I don't know on the TikTok on the on the, the, the tout, TikTok on yes. Tout. I think it is. Uh, I want to see how many weeks in a row we can mention Tout. Um, but uh, you kind of you do a thing like people have been doing like costume changes where you get real close to the camera and block it out, and when you come back, you can edit it where you're in your outfit or made up or whatever. And people have been like. Toss, throwing things at each other and like linking them together and making these fun little videos because everybody's real bored because we're all locked in our goddamn houses uh, and people trying to pass the time uh, without just sitting on a couch eating potato chips uh, in a state of existential dread. Uh, so the, the Manitoba Melee is uh, a fight over this app where everybody is uh, essentially doing some sort of attack to the camera and then the person, a person on the other end of the line sells it and then passes it on to the next person, so on and so forth. Uh, but this one had a plethora of guest stars. 
Jericho it really, sure as uh, shit did. Jericho opened up the Rolodex on this one <laughs> and uh, got a bunch of people. Uh, I did not take note of them, but I will tell you who I remember, and you can fill in the gaps. I'll, uh, I'll try my best. There was a Jane Silent Bob. There certainly was. There was Duff McKagan. There certainly was. There was a uh, Ted Irvine. The, absolutely. The, what was he, the Babyface Bruiser, Brawler, whatever his the name was? Babyface Assassin. Assassin. There you go. Uh, there was uh, Lou Ferrigno. Absolutely. With a taser. <laughs> uh, so anytime the, was. The, anytime the Ferrigs shows up, uh, you had Corey Taylor, I believe, was there. Corey Taylor was there, and guess what? What? So, so, so I had this immediate thought last night while while watching this. Okay. Uh, so Corey Taylor was the singer of Slipknot. Yeah. Slipknot does the theme song for NXT. Uh huh. Corey Taylor is the Rick Rude of the Wednesday Night War. Whoa! All right. There it is. Okay. There it is. All right. I'm. I mean, I'm fine with it. How how pissed do you think like? Like, some WWE people would get if they saw that he was on AEW. Oh, yeah. Super pissed, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. But I was just like, holy shit, he's Rick Rude. Yep. Because, I mean, Corey, like, they've done a lot of stuff with, like, NXT specifically, like Slipknot. Like, yeah. giving them songs and stuff. Uh, I think the one year at the one download festival uh, over in England, like, Slipknot played and NXT was there. And he got involved in the Samoa Joe match. Oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah, he like paintbrushed Corbin, I think it was. Huh. Yeah, because he's like he's like suit like he's way into wrestling. He loves wrestling. Oh, all right. Which that makes me super happy. But uh, that makes yeah, sense he, like, with the masks and everything. Yeah, he's been on like him and Jericho are really good friends, and obviously you could tell by last night. Uh, yeah. Like he's been on Jericho's podcast a bunch talking wrestling. Um, but yeah, he's done a ton of stuff with NXT. So crazy. I mean, he doesn't give a shit either way. I'm sure. You know, it's like, hey, NXT, WWE, yeah. that's business. Hey, Jericho, you're my, you're my actual real friend. Sure, and uh, you know, who, who outside of Triple H and the WWE even knows what Corey Taylor looks like? So that's very true. You're right about that. Yeah. Uh, and we also had the one that surprised me the most that I did get confirmation on. Um, just uh... Doctor Luther. <laughs> Yes, Dr. Luther was also there. Unfortunately, no male practice. Male practice hasn't been seen uh, ever since I, I went the extra mile for AEW and made them. The male practice is all elite uh, graphic for their social media. Uh, they have not shown male practice, and that's unfortunate. But no, the... Uh, is it so? It is. Uh, who's the name I don't remember, but it was uh, the guy with the lemur from Tiger Cake. <laughs> Yeah, he was there. He was there. The the the, the weird looking dude on the jet ski at the end, who was certainly uh, not shady at all. <laughs> uh, he was there, so Jericho has that connection in some weird fucking way. Uh, dude, Tiger. So Tiger Joe Exotic has like connections with wrestling. I guess he used to like well, yeah, he help out like indie shows. And yeah, stuff he, and he, had, like... Like, he had like a show at the fucking zoo because like he had a picture with like Tim Storm and stuff. Yeah, and in his office, there's a picture of Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Of course there is. That just comes with houses. That's just... That, that's, when you buy a at house... At this point, yes. Yeah, when you buy a house, there's just a, an autographed picture of Hacksaw Jim Duggan uh, in your house. And you can't... It's, it's, it's a structural importance of the house. You can't remove it. <laughs> it, it just stays there. Yeah. And actually, yeah. too, if there was any... Uh, you can probably tear out your walls and see all the 2 by 4s he signed. 
Yeah. That's true. And all the coke that it did with Cheeky Baby. Well, listen. <laughs> that's a podcast. That's that's a uh uh wrestling dark side of, of the ring episode. There you itself. go. Just that one car ride. Did so uh Bruce Pritchard this week it was all about Duggan and oh, they talk yeah? about it like for a long time. You should listen to it. It's, yeah, it's, you'll you'll listen. love it because you love Duggan. I so. love Duggan. Duggan's great. I don't yeah. Know, yeah. There was literally no reason for anyone to not like Jim Duggan. Exactly. Uh, I mean, maybe there is. <laughs> maybe he did some <laughs> awful shit. Uh, but, like, as a wrestling guy, like, as a persona of, like, hey, here's this professional wrestler that I grew up watching, there's no reason not to love Jim Duggan. The dude is just hilarious and fun. And uh, really, one fucking car, car ride ruined the potential of his whole fucking Seriously. Career. Like, doomed like, him. If you. Yeah, if you listen to it, you're you're gonna be like upset listening because yeah. and and angry because you're gonna be like, God damn it, he was almost there. He was close, he was so close, and that was, and that was it. And he got like yeah. the, he didn't get, even get like the from what I know. I didn't listen before I know the story. He didn't even get the the like uh, you fucked up. I'm mad at you. He got the like I'm disappointed in you from Vince. Like, oh yeah, and that's worse. oh yeah. So <laughs> that's yeah. absolutely worse. Um, but yeah, this little like. Jericho thing. I thought this was fun. I uh, yeah. Let's get back into the bubbly bunch. I liked it. This was the first one. I was like, all right, this one I, I kind of like. It was funny. Yeah. Um. It uh. It had its moments. And uh, yeah, this one I actually did enjoy. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Ended with Vicky Guerrero screaming. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then Jericho just looking at the phone, just being like, "Was that Lou Ferrigno with a taser?" Yeah. Like, right? <laughs> it was so fucking random. Yeah. Um. The next match, though, the no disqualification match, mm-hmm. we have the best friends going up against Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc. Yes. That lovely duo. Uh, lots, of, lots of Jimmy Havoc. The dude. Oh, the dude is nothing so... if not available. <laughs> so much Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. Uh, best friends win. It goes like f- about thirteen and a half minutes. Okay. It was a fun as shit brawl. A lot of plunder, baby. It was. It was a. Fu- uh, it was a fun murder. It was match. fun as shit. Yeah. It was it. so much fun. And it ended with an awful waffle onto some chairs. Oh, that made me so happy. So, what else do you really want? Because Skiavone actually called it the awful waffle. He did. Um, uh, or OC got taken out midway through the match. Yep. Comes back and helps them win. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, when when Penelope speared Camp Sabin and like the position that they were in up against the, <laughs> the yep. fucking guardrail, yep. Jericho didn't know what to say. He's like, "Oh, well, that's a compromising position." <laughs> yeah. We didn't talk about that in the Cody Darby match of Cody clearly throwing a man into his own wife. And then getting mad oh, about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Well, could... then that's what Jericho was calling him out for. Yeah, because, like, it, whether it was happening or not, when he moved out of the way, he gave Darby, like, the little push on the back. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's all right. Uh, less than less than an hour and a half later, Brandy's fine. So we're good. Um, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, this 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 match was, the tag match was so much fun. It was. It was a ton they of fun. They just beat each other up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's sort of where... Uh, Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian are uh, Kip Sabian, in case I I didn't mention it, uh, the most literal nickname in all of professional wrestling. Um, this is kind of the, where they can hide all their faults, if you will. Uh, this because this was a fun match because they didn't do a ton of like, hey, I'm gonna out wrestle you. I'm Jimmy Havoc. I can also wrestle. They were just like, I'm Jimmy Havoc. I'm gonna throw chairs at you, and yeah. that's that's a much better way to to do it. 
I, I agree with it. I, I honestly, I, I love this. This yeah. was so much fun. Like, God, they were taking some brutal bumps and like, oh, and they're was, booking the best friends the way they're supposed great. to. They're, they're going to be strong contenders for the tag belts whenever that, yeah, whenever and, they come back. And Jericho loves Trent Beretta, yeah. by the way, loves Good. him. So it, it, he was putting it over on commentary, like how much he loves him, which is awesome. Yeah. Great. After this, we have a video package about Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Yes. Um, she has her makeup artist, and uh, this was hilarious. Uh, dude, I put on Twitter, I was like, did I just like a Britt Baker segment? And I did. Dude, it was so much fun. I think <laughs> it took them fucking long enough, but like, she's starting to find her character. Well, and she comes across as like such a bitch, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like, and she's like and, that delusional bitch. And like, it seems natural now. I don't know if it's the work she's doing or if they just finally hit it, which where she's comfortable. Um, but it was fun, you know. Her well, you calling know her makeup Even... artist the wrong name and stuff. It, <laughs> it was, it was right. It was good. Well, even to call it back in the first match where she started beating Cody with her high heel when yeah. she was in the crowd, like, yep. just for no reason, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what, like, yeah, I, I know it's it's a pre-tape, and you could edit it the way you want it to, yeah. uh, but no, I enjoyed the shit out of this. I thought she was so much fun. Listen, uh, I thought it was fun, and uh, to your, your pre-tape thing there, man, pre-tapes used to be such a bigger part of wrestling, like, and... Uh, that's fine. Make them um, get people over that way. Oh, I agree with you. She's 100%. not going to be any good in the ring. You know, she's had a few okay matches, but th- that is not her strong point. But if she can do, if you could do these pre tapes and get her over, it doesn't matter because she'll walk into that ring, be absolutely hated, and she doesn't have to do much when you're a heel. The babyface has to do all the flashy shit. She just has to beg off and sneak and cheat and just do that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I love, like, I mean, because look at, like, the pre-tapes, like, old-school WWF, like, Razor Ramon. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, wait a minute, aren't you? Yeah, that's the the thing. (laughs) And uh, not that Dusty needed any sort of uh, help getting over, (laughs) but, like, those pre-tapes are legendary. They're still some of the best stuff they've ever done, and they're pre-tapes. Yeah, I agree. Dusty's also great live, but, like, those pre-tapes are hilarious, so do that. Do anything. Yeah, how many times like anything are we sitting at your house and being like, "Hey, let's watch these." Let's just put just on the, the dusty, the, the the Americana, whatever's whatever whatever yeah. happens. They just put it all on, you know. Whether he's getting <laughs> getting poop out of Linda McMahon's toilet, or <laughs> delivering a big sausage pizza. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> coming soon to never mind. Um, oh boy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Christ. so like use them, it, it, get your talent over whatever way you can. And for her, whatever the reason it's not happening in the ring. So, and it wasn't happening on her live on the mics with, with Shivani. They weren't clicking. If this is how you get it clicked and build her confidence up to get her to be able to do them live, that'll spread across everything she does and she'll look much better. Yeah, I, I did. I enjoyed the hell out of this. I liked um, it. Yeah. So the next match we have Sean Spears, mm-hmm. <laughs> another Sean Spears match. Yep, going up against Baron Black. Yeah, Sean uh, Spears, this... another guy that's perfectly available. <laughs> this goes about three and a half minutes. Spears yeah. wins. Mm-hmm. Couple things from this: um, 
Jericho on commentary burying Baron Black as being, I think that's a crappy death metal band I saw at a festival in 2008. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and then Shivani being like, I don't know what death metal is. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that made me so happy. Um, and then Spears uh, using the sharpshooter. Yeah. I mean, which he, well, he came out today and said, uh, he asked Bret Hart permission and Bret Hart gave him permission. Okay. Well, so, so yeah, I I could probably slip Bret Hart 50 bucks and get permission for anything too. Um, and that's fine. Good. That's, it's the right way to do it. I guess, uh, say, Hey, can I use your submission hold? I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to call up sting and ask sting if I can use a scorpion death lock. Oh, there you go. well, what what about Stang? What if Stang is available? If Stang would probably be cheaper, <laughs> <laughs> I'd believe so. But, um, but yeah, no, that's fine. He's, you know what? I, as much as I don't really care for the guy, he's Canadian. So much like you, every house in America gets a picture of hacksaw Jim Duggan. Uh, every Canadian is taught uh, how to do the sharpshooter at birth. Uh, <laughs> so you might as well do it. I'm with you on that one. Whatever. Damn it, I wish I was Canadian. Right? I didn't get anything at birth. Like a snap and a a wish good luck. (laughs) Welcome to Brett's depression. (laughs) Moving on. um, (laughs) We have the exalted one. When I was born, the only thing I got was CM Punk taught me how to not put on a figure four. Uh, yeah. dude, don't talk about your favorite wrestler uh, slash God human being slash actor slash comic book artist like that. Uh, writer, thank you, but um, oh, ex- excuse me, uh, sir. Yeah, he's he's just my he's my life coach. He's uh, my guru of all things. Uh, your spiritual advisor, spiritual advisor, financial advisor, lawyer, uh, bodyguard. No, he's not my bodyguard. I'd hire somebody else for that for sure. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But you know, yeah, he's uh, he's just everything to me. So. <laughs> That's your guy. We're both cults uh, of personality. That's all I'm saying. Oh my god! Uh, the next match, mm-hmm. Brody Lee going up against Marco Stunt. Yeah. Bye bye, Marco Stunt. You are dead. Yeah. Um. Poor Marco. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like Marco. Uh, he did what he was supposed to do in this match. Uh, I don't think anybody told him that he would get a hand literally pressed through his entire body, because uh, that chop that Brody laid on him was Ugh. gross. Ugh. Uh, and uh, but yeah, it was a squash. There's still it's interesting that AEW is building three monsters at the exact same time. They really are. Yeah, it, you know, it's like I don't know. I was gonna say it'd be like. It, like Vince having three Sid Viciouses that he was trying to build at once. Um, uh, I don't see a problem. I, I don't see a problem either, except for the, the fact big that heel. except for the fact that Sid ruined it on himself every time. Just uh, so, because the guy likes to play softball yeah. doesn't mean he's a bad professional wrestler. <laughs> I'm not saying he's a bad professional wrestler. There will be no psycho Sid disparagement. I'm just saying he's a bad employee. It's different. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, you could be a bad employee when you are the master and the ruler of the world. <laughs> it's true. Uh, until Sorry. You, until you have uh, an accident with a freak. Um, but it's it's interesting that they just have three guys. Why do you guys. say things to hurt me? I know. Uh, they, I, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. It's interesting that they have three uh, large to much larger gentlemen uh, who just beat up people every week. So... 
You know what? I'm kind of fine with that, though. Like, you know what? Right now is the time I'm to do it. Fine. it yeah, it's fine. It fills a match. Uh, poor Marco got the shit kicked out of him. Oh, he got beat up. So. <laughs> he certainly did. Uh, we have a little video with Moxley. Uh, you know, just being thankful for his wife and steel chairs. Mm-hmm. And uh, and AEW coming back live next week. Yeah, because you know, Florida, Florida said wrestling's essential, so more wrestling yeah. can happen in Florida. Yeah, so uh, he will be back, and he says, uh, "Don't forget to call your grandmother and support yep. local businesses." So, yeah. Mo- good guy Mox there last night. <laughs> good guy Mox, uh, pet peeve of mine, which I know I've mentioned on the show before. Uh, he needs to shave his head. Uh, not Bickett, but like just cut it short like it was in New Japan, uh, because he's not fooling anybody with this comb forward. <laughs> Listen, he, he can't get a cut right now. You could do that yourself at home. Ah, uh, yeah, you could. You, you could. could. Yeah, listen. Um. <laughs> I, listen, I have enough faith in Renee Young as a human being to be able to pull off a very simple haircut that makes his makes her husband not look like uh fucking. Chucky from Rugrats. Well, you know what? Whatever he's doing, landing him Renee Young. So I'm going to roll with what Mox is doing right That's now. That's true. I guess he's right. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, she is a, a delight. All right. Uh, so the yeah, next week AEW is back. Uh, yes. MJF is going to be returning. Mm-hmm. You have a Moxley versus Frankie Kazarian, mm-hmm. um, and you have Sex Gods of Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara officially going by late sex gods. Yes. What a fucking tag team name. Uh, going up against Matt Hardy and Kenny Omega in a street fight. Yeah. That's going to yeah. be, gonna be I, something. I, I'm fine because they're obviously going to hide the, hide, like, hide the fact that Hardy can't really go yeah. with a street fight. Um, but I'm going to be sad because we don't have Jericho on commentary anymore. Yeah, I guess we wouldn't. Are they going to come back? Is Excalibur and JR going to come back? I don't know if they're going to be back. I assume Shivani's going to be there because he lives right there. Yeah, if it's live, um, it's still, it still could be limited roster. You know, the guy still may not be able to travel. Yeah, and, and I mean, maybe they do like a couple filling, like maybe Taz comes down or something. I, I don't know, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess no Jericho on commentary next week, which okay. really bums well, me out. Uh, yeah. Which I read, a, I read a report, like they said, like, Jericho, they gave him 24-hour notice to do four weeks of television. Wow. Well. Like, and, and he nailed it. You know what I mean? The, like, dude's, the, dude's, the dude is great, and he's a, he's always been a great talker. Um, and he's great in the ring, and or at least was great in the ring. He's okay now. Uh, but ta- his, he's always been a great talker. So it's if you're going to tell any, give anybody 24 notice to, to save your show's commentary, that's probably the guy you're going to want to go with. Yeah, like, I definitely want, like, once he hangs it up, like, I would love for him to be a commentator somewhere. Yes. Because he, he just, I don't know, he's so much uh, fun. Speaking he, he really of him hanging it up, did you see that there were talks that he knows who his last match is going to be against? Well, he, he said he, that he knows who he wants his last match to be against, yeah. Yes, but do you know who it is? Yes, I do. It's Lance Storm. Can I be serious for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> God. Fucking land storm. Uh, he wants the first match, last match, you know? So. Uh, like, I get it, but uh, I don't know if Lance will do it. Uh, <laughs> probably, yeah. Lance probably won't. I mean, how long until Jericho actually decides to have his last match anyway? Exactly. Um, 
And Lance, but, he's been done work and full time for a long time now. Yeah, but the dude, I mean, I, I shouldn't even say full time. Part time, he doesn't even work. Yeah, but if if you know, uh, as long as you don't ask him to cut a promo, I, I think he'll be okay. He's Night Storm. He's super yeah, under, underrated yes. dude because he could, he put a microphone in front of him and he forgot how to talk. <laughs> like, Listen, didn't even. He's the first contracted WCW wrestler to appear on Monday Night Raw. That's true. Let's kick off the invasion with fucking Lance Storm. Yeah. Oh boy. I mean, I love Lance Storm, but come on now. Yeah. Um, main event time. Yes. The uh, other match, the TNT Championship Tournament semifinal, Lance Archer versus Dustin Rhodes. Yes. Hmm. Wonder why Dustin didn't put the retirement on the line this week. <laughs> oh, uh, because Lance Archer won in. About 23 minutes this goes. Yes. Uh, it's kicked ass again. It was good. I thought it was yep. a ton of fun. Yeah, it Dustin, was good. Dustin is so goddamn old school. Like, uh, he's just like, ah, fuck it, I'll bleed. Nobody's here. Like, yeah. Uh, Dustin, you know? red equals green, brother. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a damn fact. Thank um, you, Matt Classic. Uh, you know, Dustin is an impossibly good professional wrestler. He's great. Like... Uh, He's one of those guys that, like, people still manage to forget that he's been as good as he is for as long as he is. There has yeah. not been a drop-off in this guy. And he's, I think, 50 or in his 50s? Like, he is only... Yeah, I know he's in his 50s, yeah. He's only gotten better and stayed better. It's it's ridiculous. Um so he is just he's just one of those guys that I love watching that I'll always love to watch. Uh and whatever nonsense he puts on Twitter and deletes 20, 20 seconds later is fine. <laughs> um but as a wrestler the dude is great and he's had his downs in wrestling and his personal life pretty hard and he's recovered from those and every time he walks into an AEW ring he puts on a fucking clinic. Uh, and he knows how to how to make matches count. He knows how to put people over. He doesn't mind doing that kind of stuff. And he looks great doing it. And he does not lose any of his heat, any of his popularity by losing to people. No, and I mean, Archer was killing him at points during that match yeah. last night. Uh, Archer did the walk the rope, but did the moonsault off the top rope. And mm -hmm. uh, we'll note that the match ended when... Uh, QT Marshall ran out and he had the towel and he was about to throw it in. Yeah. Um, and then Cody ran out and he would not let him throw it in. Uh, and it was that cool visual where like they all had him like dust at the end of the ring. And then Archer just drags him drags away. Him like, in. all right. Mm -hmm. Like, like to be like, all right, you had your chance. Now I'm going to murder him. Yeah. Which he proceeded to just it did. Uh, his... put on that EVD claw and just like bash his head and into just, the mat about yeah. five times. Just give him a concussion. Um, yeah. So the thing I liked about this match the most is, so when I've talked in the past about how I, I wanted in the book Archer like a, just a complete monster, and I felt like they, they let me down a little bit with the Cabana match. He came into this match, and like the one thing about him is that like he's not that much bigger than Dustin. Like he's broader and like bigger like bodybuilder wise like you yeah know, then dustin he's wide like, he's wider a lot wider but but they're but standing next to each other they don't look that much different because dustin comes from that era of if you're a professional wrestler you're over six six or you don't get a fucking job um yeah that's true <laughs> and 
Archer sold for Dustin. And I don't have a problem with it because what I like they did here, because it had to be a long match. You couldn't make this one be quick. What I liked is that he sold for Dustin, but he sold shorter than he should have. Yeah. He'd take a move and get sell quick and get up. He took a he took the power slam and kicked out before one. You know? Yeah. So like I like that because it's like, all right, this guy's a killer. You gotta make Dustin look good. You gotta make people you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna squash out Dustin Rose. It's it's not gonna happen. It's not what no, you do. No, absolutely not. Um so having him come in and Dustin sell like crazy, like mad for him. Get the get color lay out like scare everyone the family's freaking out all that stuff and archer's selling just and just cutting off the time he, a, a regular opponent would sell just by a little bit added so much to this match for me because i was like that's cool like he it shows that he can get hurt he can get beat but you're gonna have to try way way harder um and i like that kind of stuff that was a nice little touch uh, i doubt archer came up with that himself <laughs> um, again, I like Archer. I will always recommend back. Like, if you want to see the evolution of Archer, watch Archer two years ago in New Japan, and then yeah. watch him in last year's G1, and you will see how much he's changed as a human being, as a wrestler. I don't know how he's changed as a human being. I, I could probably take a couple guesses. Uh, Easy, fella. <laughs> but, uh, but as a wrestler, he changed. He got better. Uh, the fucking rope walk moonsault oh my uh, God. should should fall into the long-standing category on this show of just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. But I don't care. It doesn't. I, I'm giving it an exemption. It's my fucking list. Uh, it was crazy. It looked cool. Uh, if I remember, he was in, he was walking like the whole ring at one point, wasn't he? Well, yeah, we were there at the one yeah. New Japan show in he, Philly where he walked the whole he did ring, the whole ring on the ropes. So I thought he was doing that. I was like, oh, is he going? Because that'll be that was like that's going to be crazy alone. Because like it's an impressive thing to do, but to see a guy his size walk the whole ring takes it to that next level. And instead, he just does a a pretty good moonsault. Like it was, it wasn't a Terry Funk moonsault. It was a it was a good moonsault. I mean, I mean, what is? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so I liked it. I thought it was a good match. Uh. But you'd be, it'd be really hard for you, uh, except for a very narrow window, uh, seven, of finding me a bad Dustin Rhodes match. Did um, you just disparage something <laughs> around the year 2000 that happened in World Championship Wrestling? <laughs> I did. Uh, we I had know, this talk before we know, went on the I know, before, before we recorded, record button. I apologized because I watched... <laughs> Terry Funk versus Chris Candido, where Terry yes. no sells the, yes. the horse kick to the arm, and I said that that is uh, that I have to take a half a star off the Boneyard match because <laughs> Undertaker did not no sell a horse kick in the Boneyard, uh, therefore it does not get the perfect status. It gets dropped down um, because there wasn't even a horse anywhere in that match. Um, <laughs> There wasn't. There wasn't. And Terry Funk once again proves to the world that he is 20 years ahead of everyone else. <laughs> but if there's anything you should know about me, uh, I, anything that happened in the year 2000 in World Championship Wrestling. Yeah. I love it. Um, 
and you will eventually hear about it on Where in the Worldwide WCW Worldwide 2000 with your hosts Brett and Joe Sposter. <laughs> that will happen one day. Yeah. I swear to you. Um, <laughs> but uh, F U N B. The N B stands for New Blood. You can figure out the rest. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I did apologize for, yes. <laughs> for any sort of previous disparaging remarks I made. Uh, but I will say that Dustin Rhodes in WCW in that era was not good. For the sake of saying you cannot find a bad Dustin Rhodes match, you can, but it's a very small window. Oh, you goddamn son of a bitch. But then again, Terry Funk did hit him with a chicken. <laughs> he hit him with a chicken. <laughs> so my last statement could also be retracted very easily. But let's, oh, let's... Wait a minute. Hold on. No, 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 no. We're okay. not going to, we're stuck here. Okay. Oh, so you're going to disparage seven. <laughs> yes. But you're not going to talk about Black Rain? Oh, God. No, I'm not. <laughs> I will not stand for this shit. No. You're, no, no. You're going to tell me that Black Rain was acceptable, but seven is where you draw the line. No, so... What I will tell you is this, is that I wasn't going to bring up Black Rain because I respect Dustin Rhodes as a human being and don't want people to Google Black Rain and see what Black Rain was. <laughs> Listen, if you're going to tell the whole story, you're not skipping the chapter, all right? <laughs> God damn it. I won't stand for it. God bless you, WCW 2000. So that was the end. <laughs> that was the end of Dynamite. Any final I thoughts on don't, Dynamite? Unless it's Kevin Nash or Scott Steiner, oh. I do not let impact happen in my brain. Or TNA. We could go, I could go off on a whole different thing, though. Because, listen, they gave some good shit. Sure. Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles. Okay. Right. Come on, brother. No, okay. Listen, we're not gonna we're we're gonna get back Samoa to... Joe, Kurt Angle. Okay, let's let's get back to the, the end of AEW here. We'll we'll start a Patreon and we'll go over we'll argue whether or not Impact was worth or TNA at the time, total nonstop action was worth uh their deal on the Nashville network. Were they on the Nashville network? I don't even know. Uh, well, well no, well they were Spike T V. Spike T V. Don't All even right. tell me that you're not a big Sonny Siaki, Mark. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, anyway. With, yeah. Any final thoughts on Dynamite? Uh, no. That is it. Uh, <laughs> it was a good main event. Uh, we got Archer Cody next week, which I'm so sure will be a three-star is match. It, is it next week? Oh, I don't Or are know. they doing it for double or nothing? Uh, it's probably going to be on the, the pay-per-view. The, the pay-per-view that's going to happen with nobody there. They're still going to charge you 50 bucks. Yeah, we got to figure that shit out because... We gotta watch you can't them. do that though. Like, like they can't do that, no. can they? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, like, have the show, but like, cut the price. Cause hey, here's the thing, and I, I was, I, I was debating whether or not I wanted to talk about it. And I guess I'll talk about it here. I'm getting a little tired of crowdless wrestling. I've, dude, I've been tired of it. It sucks. Uh, like, I've it's been, not, it's I've not been good. soldiering through, but now it's starting to grind on me more than it has. Like uh, the. The, def- the defenses are starting to wear down. So, a pay-per-view of it? I mean, but, I mean, they just had Mania, but, like, it's different. I don't know. 
Um, Mania, although, uh, counterpoint to that, like, all right, if you subscribe to the network, it was yes. 10 bucks. Yes. And you get everything else on top of it. Plus, they always do that deal for a new subscriber. It's only, it's free. Yeah. So, and you know that, what I mean? And that's the bigger thing. Like, it's the no crowd. Here's this pay per view. 50 bucks. Like, that's a lot of money for a pay per view. I don't that's like, a lot of fun, I don't like man. that monies or paper monies or pay per views. I don't like that pay per views that much money anyway. Um, and this one, like uh, the state of the world, like you can't get people together to share the burden of the $50 price and split it with a bunch of people. No, you can't, you know, and that's one of the best things about pay-per-views, you know, uh, and you know, we do this show, we've covered everything. So how can we not cover this? Yeah. But man, I gotta, we're going to have to 50 bucks. Yeah. Really? Like that's gonna be rough. Like, it, drop it to thirty, and you'll get more people. Because if you drop it to thirty, and the pe- even the two people, like you and I, who would get together, if it was just you and I and doing it, we'd split it. We'd so split now, it anyway. So now yeah. it's pretty close to what you'd be getting from the same amount of people coming over at a house. You know, um, I, I mean, I'll, I'll I probably mean, get it. We, we have a. We have a couple weeks because it's not so late. Uh, was it? Is it Memorial Day weekend? I yeah. think it's that Saturday. I'm not saying that the world's going to magically be fine and there's going to be a crowd. I don't know if there's going to be some sort of crowd. I, I, I don't it. know. I doubt it, but I yeah. don't know. So, but like, yeah, we'll, I, uh, we'll we'll see where we go with that. Fifty bucks is a lot of money to watch anything in my house by myself. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> like, and I mean anything by it's myself. Tough. So I reduce that a little bit, you know, do like a, just figure something out. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Man. We'll see where we are when we get there, but yeah. oh God, that's wild to me. It's, yeah. It's 50 bucks for no crowd. <laughs> yeah. Like to me, just, just push it off. Just don't worry about it right now. Just yeah. I agree. Just don't, and I, I know agree. you got to make money. I get it, but I think it's going to sour a lot of people's thoughts about you. Yeah, uh, there. That takes a lot of balls if they do that. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll end it with that. Um, All right, NXT. So let's, let's talk about NXT. NXT, pal. Let's talk about the fact that Morrow is back on commentary. Morrow is back on commentary. Yes. Yuck. Okay. Yeah, uh, I was um, pretty much able to ignore him. Oh, I wasn't. Okay. Especially after the group, like the good commentary that they've been giving. That is true. It has been better. It's been like it's been very good with Tom Phillips and Byron Saxton. Like but they've been th- good because again they're just able to call wrestling matches. They're not trying to yes. sell you on anything. But they did find a good use for Byron. So <laughs> they certainly did. Mm-hmm. Uh, first match, uh, I believe this is in B block of okay. the Cruiserweight tournament. Yeah, we have uh, Swerve Scott going up against El Hijo del Fantasma. Yes. This goes uh, about 11 and a half minutes, mm-hmm. and uh, Swerve got the win. Shocked. I was honestly so surprised. Yeah. I thought they were going to go like two two guys to win it at 3-0 and each, um, and they're not. They That's what I now. thought. They can't, so... I for sure thought it was going to be Kushida 3-0, and mm-hmm. Fantasma 3-0. and Me too. I think we'll but, still get Kushida 3-0. and uh, But now with this, I mean, it could be Swerve. I, I thought that Swerve would be good for the top of this tournament. 
um, until I saw what the, some of the things they were doing with him when they brought him over to other shows. Uh, but yeah, so but it was a good match. Oh, the match was fine. Yeah, the match was I thought it was a good match, but yep. just real like kind of one of those like head scratchers where you go, yeah, huh? Like you made a real big deal out of this guy and you have him For lose clean win. a second second match. Like yeah. I get like you know you're not trying to kill Swerve either, but. Oh, pick, I don't know. That was you, just weird. Pick who you want to build. And, and I agree with that. Like, gonna, Swerve's going to be there no matter what. Like, yeah. you, you can have Swerve lose and win next week, and exactly. you're fine, you know? But, but yeah, that was r- very questionable. Um, yes. I don't think it's super questionable. Uh, Dominic Dajatevich yeah. cuts a promo about how much he hates Johnny Gargano. Yeah, and you know what I hate? Dajakovic. Dajakovic. Just why yes. are we talking to this guy? Oh, he can't touch. Just yeah. don't. Just don't. We'll yeah. talk about this later. But everybody yeah. involved in the fucked up three way for this North American Championship <laughs> since Roddy lost it, I don't give a single shit about. Yeah. I oh, don't gosh. fucking care. They did in my eyes so much damage to these people. And so it's a guy, Dijakovic, coming out and bitching and moaning about a guy that they also, in my eyes, fucking ruined. So <laughs> I don't give a shit. It's not the level of don't give a shit that fucking Damian Priest is at, but it's a level of I don't give a shit. I think Dijakovic and Gargano is a terrible in-ring matchup. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> I am it's not awful. interested. Yeah, I don't care even a, a little bit about it. Yeah. Um, they come back, and during the break, uh, our boys 205 and Live have yeah. invaded the NXT arena by God. Well, 205 and Live showed up on a different show, too, didn't they? Oh, did they? I don't know. I thought they showed up somewhere. Were they on 205 Live? I don't know. I don't watch it. I don't know if it's a real show. I don't, anyway. I don't know either, but that's why I'm confused. But yes, 205 and Live getting brave. Showing up in arena. Yeah. The the politeness of the last kidnapping didn't work, so they're changing their tactics. So they tried to kidnap uh, Phantasma again. Phantasma yes. fights them off again. So Phantasma's behind this, right? Like, we're, we're, we're on board with that. Ooh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. So he's, we're, just are making, we... he's making himself the red herring. So, yeah. that, so that's why he was politely able to rebuff them la- the last time. Yeah. Because they're in his employ. And yeah. oh, all right. Yeah. But then so what's we're... his end game though? Is he just creating a LWO? Is he creating a Latino World Order here? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, oh man, who's the who is the Lou? <laughs> I almost called him Lou Ferrigno. Who's the El Dandy of the LWO? Oh God, <laughs> of the new LWO? I don't know. <laughs> who are you to doubt El Dandy? Uh... Um... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I was just like, okay, like he has to be behind this, right? But there's only two people. They they've on, they only have the line Mendoza and Joaquin Wild. Yeah. But so, you, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I just was like, okay, this is two weeks in a row. He's fought them off. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Something a little fishy. Okay. Um. Up next, we have uh, Casey Catanzaro. Going up against the the uh, the newly evil Candice LeRae, Johnny Gargano po- does her ring announcing. The Poison Pixie. Sure, Candice um, LeRae. She's evil because her hair's a different color, Brett. 
that's that's how you know. And she also grew a goatee as well. What? Uh, can- <laughs> that's how you know someone's evil. They grow oh, a goatee. Okay. Candice Candace beat Casey in four minutes um, with the Super Dragon curb stomp. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, shout out PWG. Hey, it's a good finisher, man. It looks cool. Oh, it's, it's great. Um, yeah. So a couple things with this. Like, I thought it was a perfect to have Casey in there because Candice yeah. is bigger than Casey. Yes, Casey's tiny. Yeah, so yeah. like it makes Candace look like her offense is more effective. Um, yes, you know, I, I like that, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was fine. I care way more about Candace Larry than I do Johnny Gargano, that's for sure. Yes, so Gar- this Gargano thing, I don't get, uh, especially when he comes to the ring doing the ring announcing for his wife and says the line, She has the best kicking foot. <laughs> <laughs> that is a sentence he Fuck. said. The best, Ugh. the best kicking foot. See, oh, I, because she kicked. Champ yes, in the because balls. she kicked Champ in the balls. But like kicking foot, really? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, not like, kicking legs. Call me. Know. No, not even that. What else are you gonna do with your foot? You're not gonna punch with your foot. You don't have the best kicking fist. You don't know that. Like it, it, kick. The best kicking foot. Just the best kick. You don't have what if to... she has a what if she has a gun foot? I guess. And like I mean maybe if she's a gun foot then she's my new favorite wrestler, especially <laughs> if it's a gun foot that shoots knives. But um <laughs> But and I get in like a football sense like a field goal kicker this is his kicking foot kind of thing. But man, I don't know. I I just thought it was monumentally dumb. Uh but her new evil entrance music is pretty good. Yeah, like it's completely yeah. switch her up. Let, yes. Like, let it be known that she's evil. No more happy-go-lucky. Now, if Gargano still comes out to his uh, his theme music that uh, our friend Dez absolutely despises, yeah, um, you know, I'll be a little upset. So he better heal it up, brother. Next right. week, yeah. Uh, we talked to Damian Priest. And I this wish is we where did. I, was rem- I really wish this we this is w- this is where I was reminded that this match was happening, and I was real upset. Uh, this um, guy is good at nothing. You know what? I went back in my my tweets and I think yeah. it was like almost three years. Like it was like three years ago where I tweeted out how much I hate Punishment Martinez. Yeah. Boy, does that still ring true? Listen, here's, um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay this out right now, for real. I'm not being shitty here. Not trying to be a dumb wrestling fan. Whatever. If you can honestly give me bullet points as to why you enjoy Damian Priest, if you are out there listening and you like Damian Priest. And you are legit a Damian Priest fan. More power to you. It's fine by me. If you can prove that you own a Damian Priest t-shirt or a Punishment Martinez t-shirt. Oh, Jesus Christ. Great. But I want a list. I want reasons of why you like him. Change my mind. Sell him to me. Because right now, I don't see anything that this guy does well. And like, no, I, I try, agree with like, you. Man. I can try and look up on the on the bright side of things. It, two weeks ago, I would have told you the same thing about Britt Baker. I would have said, I, "There's nothing I can see that she does well." And this week, that her promo turned me around. I'm like, "Okay, this was good." Prove me wrong. Email the show Wednesday Night Warpod at Gmail, and let me know what the reasons are that you like Damian Priest. And I'll talk Damn. about it on the show next week. I'll Damn. give you a shout out. I'll read your points. I'll do. I'll share your picture of your Punishment Martinez T-shirt. Prove me wrong. <laughs> but understand this: if no one emails our account with reasons why Punishment Martinez is good, 
with that email again, Wednesday Night Warpod at Gmail. If no one emails that with reasons why he's good, good reasons, they have to be valid reasons. Next week, if no one emails, I'm declaring him the worst wrestler on the planet. Doug, if you have a burner email, now's the time to use it. <laughs> I don't care um, with my friends. If, if somebody I know wants to do it too, prove me wrong. Give me legit reasons why this guy is any good. <laughs> I, I would love to hear it. I, 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 I'll even come up with a prize if it's good enough. I'll mail you something. Oh, there you go. I'll draw. No, I'm not gonna draw we're you. talking here. prizes. Okay, here, I will. No, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I was, I, I was almost going to offer up a very coveted piece of artwork, and that's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, just get, I will come up with something. You will at the very least get a mention on the show. We will talk about it. I, I'll Skype you into the show to talk about it if you want. I'll record a Skype between you and I and play it on the show. Explain to me yeah, why this guy is good. Yeah, I was going to say, you better, you better do that because I ain't sitting in through, through yeah. that shit. Um, absolutely not. Explain to me why he's good. Give me good reasons, more than one, good reasons. And I'll, I'll concede that, that people out there like him and he's good. But if nobody does it, next week I'm declaring him the worst wrestler on the planet. Oh, man, I hope there's burner emails. Please, please, please. <laughs> um, so, moving on. We uh, we have the arrival of one Mr. Matt Riddle and one Mr. Timothy Thatcher. Yes. Um, and Timothy well, Thatcher got a quarantine haircut. John Moxley can't. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, he says that uh, him and he and uh, Pete are a real team. They're not a makeshift duo. Yeah. But he and Tim are also a real team. Yes. And uh, he's going to prove it on the Newly Bros show. The Newly Bros show. Yes. Um, I loved how confused Thatcher was, but Riddle was so goddamn happy about this. Oh, happy! I was going to use a different <laughs> H word. Oh, hi, hi, friend. Hi, hi. Um, how are you? So we have a guest host, one Mr. Byron Saxton. Yes. What, what a fucking cornball! I love how much he played it up. Yep. Um, we have inserted studio laughter as part of this. <laughs> so the first question is, what Matt had for breakfast? Yeah. Tim answered, no idea. Mm-hmm. Matt wrote, he also has no idea. Yeah. He doesn't remember. Because he wakes and the wife bakes. Yep. <laughs> God damn it. Uh. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Thatcher's favorite TV show, but he says he doesn't own a television. God damn it, I love Thatcher just for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'd get one if the price was right. And what did Riddle answer? The price is right. There you go. It sure is. Uh, Tim was asked about Netflix and chill, but he said he doesn't need Netflix to chill, which Matt just looks at him yeah. and just calls him a true stallion. Yeah, I don't need Netflix to chill. <laughs> oh, that was my favorite part. Uh, oh, it's Thatcher just, it, fucks. It's so funny that like Thatcher just no-sold all of it. Uh, yeah, like, like, just, it's a perfect pairing. They called him out for being in his gear, <laughs> which is really funny because Riddle wasn't. And like just to, to, it takes a special kind of man to sit on a stool in your little shorties. Like <laughs> nobody looks good sitting on a stool. It's just not a thing that happens. No, no, and stools are not very so good. So to be there in your boots with your socks over them, with your little shorties and your bomber jacket, it just it, it just takes a special man. It certainly does. Yeah. Um, the final question was. 
Uh, <laughs> Tim was asked the craziest place he's ever done it. Yeah. Tim said he thinks it's a wrestling ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and Riddle's response was a triple threat in a laundromat. Yeah. <laughs> what the like, what the uh, he wrote threesome in a laundromat. Yeah, three, threesome, threesome on a washer. Yeah, threesome on a washer. Oh, this was so goddamn goofy. Like, I love, I love the pairing of Riddle with like the serious wrestler because yeah. it's just, it, it's classic. It works. It always has worked in wrestling. Exactly. And that, and that, you can like, and Riddle is like he, uh, he's been great, honestly. Yeah. And like, it works. Like when everything gets back to normal, if they can bring Dunn back in, this is a good three-person oh, team. These three? To go up against Undisputed Era. Oh, man, this would be great. It's there. Um, we did have uh, the arrival, though, of Imperium with yes. Bartel and Eichner. Yes. They weighed out Riddle and uh, Thatcher. Yeah, they did. So we're going to get those uh, those teams for a tag team program, which count me the fuck in. Yeah, of course. I am all about that. Um, Adam Cole hypes up next week's title defense against the Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. So we're getting it next week. Yep. Oh boy. Uh, the next but, match. Listen, on, uh, oops. <laughs> do you think Velveteen actually has a shot of winning this? You think that during this time they're gonna they're gonna swap belts? Honestly, I was gonna kind of talk about this at the end. Okay. Um, but if you want to talk about it now, we can. Whatever, you, whatever you prefer. Whatever you want, pal. What's what happened? At um, the end? That's all right. We'll, talk about it. we'll we'll wait till the end. All right. Okay. Um. Next match, we have Charlotte going up against Mia Yim. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlotte wins in like 11 minutes. Never a doubt. Yeah. It was yeah, a good match, but just, you know, Charlotte ain't losing to Mia Yim. That's just not going to happen at well, this point. Yeah, and so here's the thing. Uh, it was it was a good match. Um, I just, I don't care about Charlotte. No, I mean, I don't either. So <laughs> here's the thing. And again, I don't know what's up with Rhea. They're they're pretty radio, radio silent on that. I, I see Yeah, they're on, not even mentioning her. I see her on social media, and she's quarantined. So I, I don't know if she got sick or so somebody got sick. I don't know. Who knows? No idea. But she's not there. She's, uh, from what I can tell, not going to be there for a while, right? Um, here's my problem. And I don't know if something came up before the title match with Charlotte and they switched it on them last minute. I have no idea what the booking was on any of that. I know that I don't like that. They had Charlotte win and uh, I'll tell you a little bit why and why this match sort of feeds that sort of opinion for me. So Charlotte in NXT just feels like Charlotte is slumming it. Right. To me, it just like Charlotte acts like she doesn't need to be there. Acts like she's better than everybody else, but on the main roster, it's fine. You're just this cocky heel. But she comes into this the 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 third show, the lesser show, the developmental show, and it's not working to elevate the show. Charlotte being there isn't elevating the show. It's just making Charlotte seem like she got a demotion, and that she's clearly better than everybody on the show anyway, right? So if Rhea won against Charlotte, it elevates Rhea. And it elevates NXT because Rhea can come back to NXT and be like, yeah, I won at WrestleMania. Yeah, I beat the, you know, most time women's champion, whatever. But NXT is my home. NXT is where I belong. This is where I'm staying. That elevates NXT. Charlotte beating Rhea does the complete opposite of that. Rhea can't rise to the occasion because she's only an NXT person. Charlotte then shows up on NXT and just 
soundly beats everybody. It does nothing to help anybody on the NXT roster. It doesn't help the NXT show. Uh, spoiler alert for later, it sure shit ain't helping ratings. No. <laughs> so, like, I, I just, I don't get it. And I don't know if it was something that happened with Rhea. Again, I don't read the dirt sheets. I don't have a connection inside. I don't do, you know, like, I don't, I'm not interested in any of that. I'm more than happy being fucking a Monday morning booker on all things professional wrestling. But it makes no sense to me. Like, Rhea winning elevates her and the brand. And it's really weird to me that, that, that they didn't do that. It's not that weird to me because if it was just the decision that Vince was like, well, goddamn, pal, Charlotte's good shit, uh, then that I completely get because Vince is fucking maniac. But I, I, to me, I'd want them to elevate NXT, and they're, they're, it doesn't seem, at least from this aspect, that they're trying to do it because Charlotte isn't elevating anybody. She didn't, she didn't elevate Mia Yim in this match. It was a good match. But Mia Yim doesn't, didn't come out of it looking better than she did before. And Mia Yim came out looking exactly like everyone thought of thought she would before. She's a good wrestler, but she'll never get put over Charlotte. Yeah. So what good does it? Who does it do? What does it do good for anybody? And uh, maybe well, I'm the only and one I agree with you. you know, no, like, I mean I, I'm with you. Maybe, and by me, I mean like we thinking about it, fans thinking about it. Vince clearly isn't thinking about it. Trips is clearly not thinking about it. Like that's not their thought process. You know, they think, well, if Charlotte loses, that makes her look bad. And it doesn't. It could be a well-contested match. She gets ahead of herself. She gets too cocky. She loses. Rhea looks like a million bucks. Rhea comes back to NXT. People want to watch NXT because, holy shit, their champion beat Charlotte. That's a big deal. Let's see what NXT has to offer. And instead, we're getting, oh, Charlotte beat NXT, and she's going to continue to beat, beat NXT. She's not beating EO. She's not, you know, like, or EO's not beating her. I mean, like, it's it's... You know, maybe when Rhea comes back, Rhea comes in and triumphantly beats Charlotte. But is that worth it? Is the, is everything that happens in between worth it just for Rhea to come back and beat Charlotte again? Not at WrestleMania? Give NXT a WrestleMania moment and run with it. So so here's, I mean, I, listen, I, I agree with pretty much everything you just said. Um, what if they do have EO beat Charlotte next week? They won't. But what if? Great. Just to give you that shock factor... Great. That, you put I mean, the belt on some. You put the belt on somebody who deserves it. Because EO for sure deserves absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I'd be super happy. And they could have a killer match. You know. Yeah. I, I like me Yim as a wrestler, but I, and I'm not. I'm not surprising anyone by saying Io Shirai is a better wrestler than Mia Yim. Doesn't mean me is a bad wrestler in any way. I I think me is actually a very good wrestler. Um, but Io is better, and that would be great. Io deserves that belt. You know. Um, yeah. And again. That's fine, but to me, the this the these couple weeks or month, whatever it is with Charlotte, isn't worth it. it th- that then that even makes it even weirder to me because then you just you bury Rhea and Mia Yim just to shock somebody with Io Shirai on a Wednesday night. I don't know. I don't think it's more so a bury of Mia because no, like Mia's not beating Charlotte. Mia's not beating Rhea. No, Rhea, uh, Mia's not beating Io. Yeah, you know no, what I mean. I, like it's not so buried. Like, she's not, a, she's also, not at that level. Like she, that's what I'm saying. Like like if there is really something yeah, with Rhea with like her visa or whatever. Yeah. You know what if that was like the deal? Like okay, like we got to get this offer because we don't know what's going on. Yeah. I don't know if that has something to do with it. Plus, Io, she was hurt at that time, so maybe they were going to try to build to to something with Rhea and Io at the yeah, time. Who knows? Be. I'm just. I'm just playing devil's advocate, but... And it could be, um, and I, of course I'd be happy about it. And not that 
Mia needs, you know, Mia is where she is. She doesn't necessarily lose anything. It's, a burial was a wrong term. It's just Mia didn't gain anything from this. You know what I mean? Like it's, she didn't, she didn't get anything from, from losing to Charlotte. It wasn't even like a close match. Like, I, I don't know. It's, it's just, it grinds my gears, man. I just, I, it's, it all comes from the fact that I have no interest in Charlotte. I don't even have interest in Charlotte on the main roster. I think oh, they, no, they've I don't overused either. her. They've groundered into into our faces for so long. That I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, out of like the the whole four horsemen of uh, women of NXT, it's like much more interested in Bailey, much more interested in Sasha. Yeah, Becky's stock is falling, but still way more interested in her than I am yeah. Charlotte at this yeah. point. That's for sure. Yeah, so, that is for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, next week we're getting Charlotte Eos, so. We'll see what happens. And it'll be a good match. And again, this was a good match. Like, it, none of this means it was bad wrestling. I just, you know, for me, sitting on my couch, being able to think in my brain how I would book wrestling if I had the book with no experience as a booker, never being in the wrestling business, not having any connections, and most of the time not knowing a goddamn thing about wrestling for real, um, that's how I feel about it. Dude, just download the general manager mode on Fire Pro and there you uh, go. You create your own universe. Yeah, I did used to uh, play Extreme Warfare Revenge, so. Ooh, there you go. go. A little EWR for that ass. So the next match, we have Shane Thorne yeah. going up against the heart and soul of professional wrestler <laughs> Dexter Loomis. Yes. Yeah. Dexter Loomis, man of my heart. He beat Shane Thorne in three and a half minutes. Yeah. What did he beat him with? Not the Anaconda Vice, brother, because Morrow called that shit right. Oh, so now you're a Morrow Manalo fan. That's really... <laughs> wow, says a lot about you. I am. Um, X, so... uh, check out my new Burner account on Twitter, XMorrowX. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so, yeah, Dexter Loomis is the man. <laughs> yeah, so... I love uh, him so much. He did the, the, arm, the arm triangle... Uh, he has a good spine buster. He has a good spine buster for sure. And, uh, man, after he won this match, so it's kind of hard to tell while they're wrestling, but when he, after he won this match and he had Shane Thorne sort of cradled in his lap and he was staring at the camera, <laughs> that dude didn't blink. <laughs> he didn't. I was watching. I was like, all right, I'm going to watch. Cause I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty sure this guy doesn't ever blink. And like I love that, so like I'm like I'm I'm just I'm not gonna look at anything else that's going on. I'm just gonna stare at his eyes, longingly, and see and just count when this motherfucker blinks. And I'm waiting, and I'm like I'm gonna pop so huge when he when he fucking blinks, I'm gonna jump, I'm gonna scream, like I'm gonna wake my wife up. She'd be like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "Dexter Loomis just fucking blinked." <laughs> like that's how excited I was gonna be for this guy to blink. And they had the camera on his ass for a long time. He was sitting down. He stood up. He left the ring. He did not blink once. No, he certainly did not. So that dude is is superhuman. That's his superpower. I don't know how he does it. He did not blink. He does not show any pain from the fact that... Cause try not blink. Go ahead. Hold your eyes open for 30 seconds. It's I just hurt. blinked when he said it. Yeah, it's going to hurt. He doesn't blink. So he's he's a superhero. Yeah, I mean, he. I, <laughs> John Cena who? Goddamn Move over, right. pal. Yeah, Dexter Loomis business to take care and of. Dexter Loomis doesn't blink, so you know for goddamn sure he's going to be able to see John Cena. <laughs> I need a Dexter Loomis shirt. I need a Dexter Loomis hat. All I right. need the wristbands. I need the sweatbands. Some undies. Undies. Uh, <laughs> a Dexter Loomis popsicle. I need the ice cream bar. Dude, I need a Dexter oh, Loomis no, no, no. elite. Like the old I need fart, everything. 
like the old Spider-Man ones where it was like Spider-Man with the gumball eyes. Make a Dexter Loomis one with gumball eyes, so he doesn't even the popsicle doesn't look like it can blink. See, it's perfect. Print money. Print, Print money. money. Call me up, oh. Vince. That's good shit, pal. <laughs> God damn. God damn it. I love Dexter <laughs> Loomis. Um, next week, Finn Bauer is going to be here to call out his attacker. I don't know who the fuck it is at this point. Okay. Uh, next match we have in the cruiserweight tournament. I believe this is a block is Drake Maverick. Yeah. Going up against Tony Nice. Uh, uh, from everything I read about you skipped Maverick. There, I, I'm going to let you skip it. What but a, you skipped it. So what did I skip? Uh, there was a Keith Lee promo that was no good. So skipped. Oh, well, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so Drake, uh, from what I read, he is still released. Yep. Uh, they could still use him for 30 days since, uh, mm-hmm. they gave him the notice. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. So, uh, that's why they're, uh, they're still using him, and yeah. I fucking hate it so much. Well, and I saw a thing he did backstage or whatever, and he was like, yeah, I don't have a job. He goes, but I'm going to work my ass off and prove to them that they're wrong. And I'm like, I get that you're running a gimmick here. You're trying to do <sighs> good, but you're not going to prove them that they're wrong. They're not going to be like, oh man, this guy had three good matches. Let's, let's give him another shot. Like, yeah, I just don't, you know, and again, contractually obligated because they, they pay, they're paying him for the next 30 days. So that they're, they're throwing a little boop, boop at him and, uh, uh-huh. making him work. Uh, so whatever, it was a good match. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Drake got the win, which I was really surprised. He at. draked up brother. Yeah, he certainly did. Uh, what do we hit? Like an avalanche bulldog for the finish. But yeah, yeah I was like kind of surprised like i didn't know niece was gonna be the job guy in the tournament i right? guess like yeah. like damn poor niece um right but, but no uh, i mean match itself was fine yeah you know? i just I, I just so dumb to me like i just feel so bad for maverick that they're putting him through yeah this. They're terrible da- they're dangling a carrot that he's never gonna fucking get like it sucks and i last week i even said i'm like i just feel it feels dirty yeah feels even dirtier still like it's just i don't i don't like it at all i agree um but next week, uh, yeah, we have Adam Cole defending the title against Velveteen. Yeah. We have Charlotte defending against EO. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we're getting Karrion Cross, and I don't know if she's going to go by Scarlet Bordeaux or not, but okay. uh, they're going to be there. Uh, Bauer's going to address his attacker, and uh, Johnny Gargano well, against okay. Dominic Djokovic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fucking who? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the end of NXT, which, what'd you say? <laughs> uh, no, it was not the main event. Again, Keith Lee. Uh, you're skipping another thing. Uh, oh, they, what now? they let Damian Priest cut a promo again. Case in point why it got skipped. I know uh, there was a, we're, we're letting Damian Priest talk a second fucking time. Again, if you if you skipped ahead on this show for some reason and you're just tuning in, email the show at WednesdayNightWarPod at Gmail and tell me why the fuck you think Damian Priest is any good. Damn. <laughs> Get those burners out, people. Um, so, the main event, North American title, Keith Lee against Damian Priest. Yes. Uh, this goes like 14 and a half minutes. Uh-huh. Of course, Keith Lee wins. Yeah, because yeah. Damian Priest ain't beating fucking. Because Keith as, Lee. as much as they've burned me out on Keith Lee giving him shitty opponents since his great match with Roddy, uh, he's still a good wrestler, so he's still gonna. Oh he, my he's god, not gonna yeah. lose to this fucking chump. Here's like a couple things like I thought during the match, like when Lee is doing his power stuff, uh-huh. I f- love it. 
Yeah. It's it's great. But then he's doing like Topecon Helos mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude, what what are we doing? Like yeah. even with like Priest, like eh, his offense it's just it's not good. No. Um but like he's doing like like suicide dives and like dives over the corner to the outside. <laughs> and it made me think uh, of this because you know, when I watched like the archer when he did the moonsault off yeah. the top rope after walking, I was like, okay, this he only does it in one match mm-hmm. to make it more special. Even like I thought, like, okay, the Undertaker dive over the top rope was always the mania special. Mm-hmm. It was once. He didn't yeah. do it every damn match he had. It mm-hmm. was once. And that's what made it more special. These guys are doing it every fucking match. Yeah. And that's like... And like, I hate it. <laughs> it's... Man, I, and again, it it makes it's contradictory because I'm okay. You just I'm I'm okay with with Taker walking the ropes, and I'm okay with him doing the the dive and Archer doing the moonsault, like that stuff. I don't have a problem with big guys. Bam Bam Bigelow used to do a moonsault, that kind of stuff. But like Lee, rest, like wants to wrestle like a super junior. Like you're a big dude, wrestle like a big dude. There's yeah. still be an athletic big dude. That doesn't mean doing like suicide dives and stuff. Like you can still be wrestle like a big dude and be an athletic big dude. Yeah, so, like, I'm much more interested in you doing big guy stuff as opposed to you doing the stuff that I can see guys. I can see I can see Johnny, Gar- Johnny Gargano do a dive. I can see anybody else do a dive. Cool. It's great that you can do it. Keith Lee did one and he didn't have enough behind it because he was in the middle of the match and he almost didn't make it. Yeah, like, that's and that's what I was talking about. Like, he like hit Priest with his legs and shit. Yeah. you know, like so like again, just because you can doesn't mean you should. It's great on special occasions, but like Keith Lee is a guy who looks like I mean I I don't know how tall he is or anything, but like he's built he's built like he's not as big as a Bam Bam kind of guy, but like he's built like a big guy like that. But he's trying to wrestle like fucking he's in the super j tournament you know like yeah it just doesn't make any sense to me so like just back it up a little bit make it special and it'll be fine you know and then in the middle of this match dude he just stops and like or he gets hit with the nightstick stops the nightstick and he pretended to, he pretended to have the gravelly voice before he was like you, uh-huh. you, damaged, you damaged my larynx he said larynx you damaged my larynx and Whatever, and and then in the middle of this match, he he blocks the nightstick again, and he's able to scream, "I am limitless!" And I'm oh. like, "That is some cornball cheesy <laughs> shit." Yeah, that was bad. Like it's just fucking dumb. It's one, th- and I know that there's no crowd. I get it. If he does that in the match, and the crowd wants to say that shit. That's fine. But for you to stop mid-match and say that, it's just so fucking cornball to me that, like, Keith Lee, again, is he's it's just ruined for me. I I had no interest in him when, when they when they were like, him, Dijakovic, every week because we saw it once and we thought they can replicate it and they didn't. And then I was like, Keith Lee, Roddy, like, oh my god, this is a really good feud. This looks great. He pounced Adam Cole into the crowd and did the parking lot brawl. All this stuff was really cool, and then the match against him and Roddy was really great. And then he won that title, and he's been stuck in a fucking program with Dijakovic and Damian Priest again. And I'm like, I don't care yeah. about any of these guys. They killed him. It's over for me. I don't care about that title. I don't care about the people fighting for it. You know, even the little snippet of Lee Cameron Grimes that we got, I was I was more into. 
Well, yeah, because he wrestles like a big dude. Yeah. Like, he has those two modes where yeah. he either wrestles like a big dude or he wrestles as, a, like you said, a fucking super junior. And it's super cool that he can do it. It's great. It is oh, not, I, yeah, for it's sure. Not, it's not sustainable, but it's good for him, man. It's an impressive thing. But I, more impressive to me is you be a convincing big guy because you're a big guy and wrestling needs more of those. Because they don't, WWE especially doesn't really have them. No, like in NXT, they don't really have big guys. You know, you know be like, the guy, like, be the guy when you're coming out in the Rumble and Brock Lesnar says, like, who's this big bastard or whatever the hell he said. Yeah. Right? Like, be the guy that, like, Brock Lesnar would be like, wait, this guy's big. He might give me trouble. You know, like, be that guy. Not the, this guy's 360 pounds, but trying to wrestle like Dynamite Kid. Not interested in that. <laughs> No, I, and I'm not either. Like, I I do like him when he wrestles like a big dude, but yeah. other than that, like, last night, I was like, the big man stuff, I'm like, yeah, it's great. Like, he threw a sick lariat, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that was so good. And then he, ah, just, ugh. Yeah. He's, it's just, I, I don't like it. Um, yeah. But that was the end of NXT. It was. So, the age-old question, my friend. Yes, sir. Show for me, show. Yeah, show, show for me, show. show. That's, okay. That's so my show that. of AEW Stan, was AEW. Stanson approves. My show Stanson of NXT was a- NXT. I'm sorry. I'm a little AC-doocy right now. <laughs> um, so, match for me, show. Match overall, show overall. All right. So, uh, AEW, my match. I think I'm going Archer-Dustin. Uh, I thought it was good. I think Dustin looked great. Um, the moonsault kind of sold it for me, which again goes against everything I just said about Keith Lee. <laughs> like people are gonna be like, "This guy's an asshole." Um, but like until I see if Archer does that like every fucking week, which he's probably gonna do because it's over as shit. But like if he does it every week or multiple times in a match, I'm gonna be like, "All right, fuck this." But for right now, it looked cool. It worked. It, he was pulling out the stops to beat an opponent that, like, he has yet to see in AEW. He hasn't faced anyone like Dustin. So, that's my match. Red equals green. Uh, NXT is... Man, that's a little harder. I guess Swerve Phantasma. Okay. Um, It was good. You know, it, it had some good, uh, good junior stuff in it, good Lucha stuff in it. Um, you know, everything else, again, NXT does a lot of, a lot of matches that are, they're, they're showcasing a lot of people that I don't have a ton of interest in. Um, so it's harder for me to kind of get into that stuff. If we weren't picking matches, the newly bro show would be my favorite thing from NXT. <laughs> um, and again, not that the matches were bad. Ian Flair was good. Luma Shane Storm was good, but it, not enough to make it a match. Um, and Nice Maverick was also very good. But yeah, I'm going uh, Swerve Phantasma, uh, shocking ending aside, uh, and shocking endings are kind of good, but uh, but I thought it was good. I thought they were a pretty good pairing. My match of the night, though, goes to Archer and Dustin, and my show of the night, therefore, goes to AEW. There you go. How about All you, right. my friend? So, uh, my show, or yeah, my show, I'm... I'm... Okay. So I gotta be, I gotta be up in a couple hours. Um, my uh, my match from AEW was best friends versus Sabian and Havoc. Okay. Because uh, I love a good I love a good plunder brawl. One B really. I mean that you know. 
Plus, you know, I got to see an awful waffle, and mm-hmm. that's like my favorite. Sure. Uh, from NXT, oh, that's tough. Um, <laughs> I'm almost inclined to say Loomis, but no. Uh, I'm going to go Swerve Phantasma because okay. it was it was a, it was a good cruiserweight match. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, know, it, it they're felt, doing their job in the cruiserweight tournament. It felt like the closest thing that I've seen on these in this tournament so far to a mid card WCW Luchador match. Exactly. I, I you know what I agree with you on that. It's the closest thing. Um, I'm not saying it was. It's just the closest thing they've done so far. So. That'll do it for you. Yeah, me. and both these dudes are super impressive. And Fantasma's so. gear looks a little bit like Ray's purple gear, the full body purple suit. So it gets extra. Oh, I should be, I should be getting that in the mail any day now. Yeah. Um, and uh, match overall, mm-hmm. I'm going Plunder Brawl. Okay, because <laughs> I love Plunder Baby. The plunder Baby. Um, I, I just, it, it was just fun. Like guys are just killing themselves, sure. and everybody, I feel like got over minus Kip Sabian. Mm-hmm. Like even Havoc was doing like like you said, this is the Havoc you want to see. Yeah. You know, not it's... the not the shoot wrestler Havoc. Yeah, like, I, don't just need, I don't need work. to see him doing catch as catch can. I need to see him throwing chairs at people's faces. <laughs> yes. Um and then show overall, um I'm going to AEW okay. by by quite a bit. Okay. They they you know Cody Darby was was fun. I almost went with Archer, Dustin, um, you know, and then the yeah. plunder, the, the brawl, like that were three, like really good matches. Yeah. You know? and so that's the thing. So, you know, uh, you got to line these up, right? Like some, I, I didn't think either of these were a bad show. I still enjoyed NXT. Um, uh, l- less things that I, that I liked individually, but overall, again, I, I'm okay with the show as a whole. I wasn't bored by it. I thought I was entertained at the wrestling show as a whole. Um, but when there's the same amount of matches, when the circumstances are sort of similar, even though, you know, taped and not whatever they're doing these days, uh, if you line up match for match, that's a good way to kind of tell, you know, what show is better, right? And just about every sort of match for match, AEW wins, right? But most of all, the main event AEW definitely wins main event versus main event. Oh, yeah, that that's not even close. You know, to me. so it's you know, uh, it's just AEW put on a better show. NXT, oh, I I agree. NXT put on a better show last week and the week before. We said so. They're you know they're flipping back and forth. And I know Tony Khan came out and said they were really proud of this show and he feels as one of the best dynamites. I don't feel as one of the best dynamites, but it was good dynamite. Um, the rumor about Tony Khan wrote like all, like four weeks of show in like a couple hours or something with Cody. Like that, that's, I read that rumor that this has been mostly, uh, Tony Khan writing. Yeah. I saw that as well. If that's true, good for him. You know, he's, he's writing some good stuff, man. Yeah. Apparently like he just wrote it based around like the tournament which you should yeah definitely tournament tournament and who's available that's mm-hmm. that's the way i look at it for sure um but that's that's what we thought about the shows what did uh what did the fans at home watch so uh just uh, the fans at home uh aew came in at a uh 693,000 which is about a $40,000 dollar, $40,000 40,000 viewer drop off from last week and NXT came in at 637,000, which is about a 30,000 drop-off 
from last week. Um, again, uh, ratings are the, it's not, uh, you know, I said earlier, like Charlotte's not bringing anybody to the ratings. Nobody's watching wrestling right now. Uh, it's just no. not, it's, it's not a priority. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's still not either of their lowest ratings overall, although NXT's inching closer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah you know it is what it is the the gap uh, is around the same it's closed a little bit um but yeah i mean nxt of, of, of anything nxt is actually pretty consistent whereas aew kind of fluctuates a little more which is interesting um yeah aew will have a really good week followed by a bad week followed by a bad week followed by a good week followed by a bad week whereas nxt kind of stays around that same nxt since like march basically has been uh in the 600,000s uh and before that they were in the 700,000s so they've been in a much slower decline uh whereas uh aew sort of uh, you know even the start of this season we're at almost a million and then have dwindled down now to the 600,000 where they've been kind of floating around. So, but they, they jump more, you know, they'll be, you know, they'll jump from 900,000 to 600,000 week to week. It's real weird. It is. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely strange. Like there's the consistency is just, I don't know. It's real odd. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but for us, our pal, um, out of this season, uh, I am ten for AEW and six for NXT, and you're 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 Bill Alfonso in it once again, right down the middle, Daddy, eight and eight. Damn. Uh, and overall, I sit at thirteen for AEW and fifteen for NXT, and you sit at twelve for AEW and sixteen for NXT. Ooh. So I'm a consistent man. Yes, you you are. Um. But yeah, you're uh, you're Bill Alfonso in it once again. Call That's right, Daddy. Right down the middle, Daddy. Damn it, Dweema! You must be Dweeman. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking Alfonso! Right? God damn it! What a He's guy! The best. <laughs> but pal, I mean, I don't know what else you, there is to talk about. Um, I don't. You know what? I don't really, uh, I don't really have anything. Right. How about you? I, I, I made you blow up your end spot earlier, so. You son of a bitch. Sorry. <laughs> it's um, all right. It's okay. But uh, uh, yeah, man, I got, I got nothing. You know, wrestling's, wrestling's keeping on rolling. We're gonna see what happens when they're back to live next week. Yeah. See if that does anything to anybody anywhere. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be I, – I think it's going to be a bigger roster, obviously, by some of the people that are going to be working. Yeah. Uh, but still, like, the no crowd thing is just still yeah. it's tough. And I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Uh, no, and, and like, NXT wasn't live last night. I think they're yeah. doing every other week. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. and, I mean, they're gonna, it's – unfortunately, and, again, I don't, not, my finger's not on the pulse of this, and I know some states are, are changing and trying to see what they can – do uh but i still sporting events it's going to be a while yet to get oh for sure to yeah. get thirty thousand, sixty thousand, whatever you know in the in an arena sitting close you know every every what 18 inches whatever the fuck those seats are and it, it's going to be a while before you, you get that um so wrestling's going to have to come up with something to keep us interested because i think as a whole and the ratings show that 
you know, people are people are tuning out, and your diehards are sticking around, but your diehards are going to start to burn out too. And you know, I I've loved wrestling all of my life, and there's there's a few periods that were a few years long where I didn't watch any of it. So even the diehards can leave. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's definitely a possibility, but so I ain't leaving. I ain't leaving either. But they got to start doing something, you know, to see what to, it's it's gonna be longer than anybody thinks. I think for for big time sporting events. Oh, I I agree with you. I'm I'm with you 100 percent on that. Why don't you just start running like armories or some shit? Right. Even then, <laughs> I, I wish mean, they would. Yeah, but I mean, even then, you couldn't. You still got. You'd have to space the seats out, stop people. Like, it's just, yeah. it's a it's a logistical nightmare. If you can, if you can measure stuff out and pick seats and get the the all the ticket sellers and the arenas to agree to one person every three seats or something then maybe but like you'd have to skip rows because like there's no room in those fucking things like it just it would just be a logistical nightmare and i i mean you know unless they're in a state that decides what would probably be prematurely to open up all the way and let this shit happen again like if florida they're letting them run if they decide go ahead it then they just run in florida which is fine nxt's doing that anyway um you know this week was supposed to be our our nxt in bethlehem by the way Oh, uh, I know. Forgot to yeah. bring that up, but uh, uh, oh, that's a bummer. God, damn it, it is a bummer. <laughs> but you know, like it, it, it would just be. It would be, I think it'd be a bad idea, even if they could. You know, that would also fall into just because you can doesn't mean you should. Um, sure. You know, you got to think safety first for people, um, and that's that's what it is. So we'll see. What, oh, I'm what, uh, I'm with you. We'll see what happens in the wacky, crazy world of professional wrestling. I love I love me some Rosalind, that's for sure. All right, pal. Well, if you got nothing else, I'll plug the social meds and we'll get the hell out of here. You got to get up early in the morning. Kept you long yeah, let's, enough. Let's well hit, hit some hit some social meds, my man. Some social meds. You and can, who are we kidding? I'm not going to sleep tonight. Go. That's on. true. All right, you can find me, or not me. You can find the show. You can find me in St. Louis. Wednesday War Pod on Twitter. Very good. Facebook, same deal. Uh, as mentioned earlier in the show, you want to email the show with your reasons why Damien Priest is good, or just to say hi or <laughs> say anything. We'll give you a shout out on the show. That's Wednesday Night War Pod at Gmail, um, where you can find us on Podbean, Wednesday Night War Pod on, dot com. Uh, we are still featured on the site, so thank you to them. Uh, hopefully, bringing a lot of new ears to the show. Hope everyone likes it. Uh, rate and review on iTunes, on Spotify. I tried to put all those links out again this week um, for the big ones there. So you can listen to us on Spotify. You can find us on iTunes or podcast app, whatever that is. Uh, Podbean, anywhere podcasts are sold, even though ours is free. Uh, soon to be named Network, our home, podcasting home away from home, at STBN Network uh, on Twitter at com. Is that what that is? Um, yes. Uh, they the bunch of shows there. Uh, a Todd's with wrestling is there. Puzzle Warriors three. I think they have a new episode out. I saw that go fly by today. Longbox Heroes. Longbox Heroes after dark. Those are fine gentlemen. They have a Patreon. Support those guys. Um, a bunch of other stuff all over the place. We're there. Look up those shows too. Support our friends. Support our uh, podcast cohabiters. I guess is that a word? Uh, 
<laughs> and then compadres. Per- compadres. Personal wise, if you want to talk to me on Twitter, I am at x Phil Brooks x. Oh Jesus Christ! Ah uh, no, uh, at the Duge, T H E D W O G E. We can talk about a whole bunch of things. Uh, movies, it was sh- more Shutter stuff. I watched Blood Quantum this week. It is very good. I recommend everyone watch that. Uh, it is a zombie movie done in the way zombie movies are supposed to be done. And if you know anything about me, that is a very high praise for a zombie film. Uh, and uh, check me out there. We'll talk about whatever you want. Uh, on our my personal account, I'll even bury Damien Priest more. Uh, Brett, where can they find you? So, if you would like to talk to me about how good the Last Dance documentary has been so far. Dude, I watched the first episode. I'm going to watch more. Oh, brother. Yeah. It is fucking amazing. Yeah. It's it, like, oh, I just, I love it so much. I love Horace Grant. I love Dennis Rodman. I love Jordan. I love Pippen. I love them all. Yeah. Um, if you want to talk to me about how sick it was that Everrise was on Raw this week. Yeah, Everrise. I saw shout that Shout out too. to the boys. Yeah. If you want to talk um, to me. About uh, uh, Zelina Vega's outfit on Raw this week. Brother. Chat that up a little bit. (laughs) Uh, If you also want to talk to me about how sick WCW versus the world is, um, you could find me at Brett X. You've been playing WCW versus the world? No, but somebody like uh, put out like a thing today, like, you know, like, oh, who remembers this? It's a classic. Um, And I may or may not have bought that in an original PlayStation today. Oh, uh, you <laughs> could find me at BredXH570. Yeah, if he, uh, if he doesn't get back to you, he's just playing as bad blood <laughs> over and over again at WCW vs. The World, wrestling against Super Unknown. Oh, I can't fucking wait. Yeah. Um, if I knew how to Twitch stream, I would. Or Black Belt. Um, Black Belt was Sasuke, right? I, I believe so, so yeah. yeah. Bad, yeah, because Bad Blood was Muda. Yep. Oh man, what was uh oh what was Terry's name and what was Funk's name? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, that's gonna drive me nuts. Yeah. I'm not gonna look it I, up. But... Super unknown was Super Delphin. Yeah. Black belt was Sasuke. And like Ultimo, I like the Ten- Ultimo... Tetsumi Fujin. <laughs> yeah. Tetsumi Fujinami was just spelled F U G I N A M I. Yeah. Uh, but then you had like <laughs> Ultimo in it for real and stuff, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, I Chono. think Tarzan Goto was in there. Yep. Uh, yeah, because it was just virtual pros. Yeah. That's that's what it was. Yeah. So. And yeah, you can talk to me about all that shit, right. and I'll I'll talk back. Yeah. I want to I want to uh, address one thing here. Okay. Uh, our very good friend Doug. Uh huh. He sent me a text. Uh, I believe it was Friday. He was while well, listening to the show. Uh, I have I have a correction to make from last week. Okay. So uh, I said it was Eli Everfly versus Darby Allen on that GCW show. Uh huh. And I feel very embarrassed. It was Uh-oh. Eli Everfly versus everybody's favorite wrestler, Unbreakable Andy. Oh, it was Unbreakable Andy. Oh, man. <laughs> hot, off so his, I, hot off his shift at the CBS. <laughs> I fucking knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Dude, Unbreakable Andy rules. Unbreakable Andy does rule, man. Uh, that, is, that is not me shit on anybody. Unbreakable Andy is fucking awesome. He is. He's great. Yeah. Yep. And then, yeah. So I wanted to correct that. Um, and then I have a question for you, my friend. Yes, sir. So uh, you fancy yourself to like independent wrestling, correct? Uh, sure. I mean, not as much as I once did, but yeah. 
yeah okay sure. so like on average how much like right now like indie stuff would you say that you would watch a- am i watching or would i watch like would you watch oh I, I mean on recommendations i'll watch anything i'm just not watching any of it because i don't i just don't dedicate the time to wrestling because i already have to dedicate an entire day two days to it what do well, you got for me my friend Yes. If you would like to watch some independent wrestling, okay. please support our new friends and affiliates at independentwrestling.tv. What? Yes, independentwrestling.tv on Twitter at Indie Wrestling, spelled I-N-D-I-E Wrestling. Okay. I-W-T-V. Uh-huh. Uh, if you use the promo code Mortis, that's M-O-R-T-I-S, okay. you will get a five-day free trial. Well, all right. So, listen, this show's going to run even longer now because I need to know the details <laughs> on how the hell you got this. We'll discuss a little side business off the air. Okay, um, so, here's the thing. He don't listen to this show. He oh, I know he doesn't. But I, we're, I've we're, known Jerry.tv <laughs> since he was fucking 13 years old. I've known that dude forever, and he's not going to come to me with this shit? He's not going <laughs> to let me pick the bullshit fucking password to get the free trial? I don't even, I don't even have my own account to that shit. <laughs> he's going to sidestep me? That little bastard? <laughs> Unbelievable. For a surprise. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah, if you, if you want to watch... <laughs> I supported Vin Gillard, goddammit. <laughs> Listen... We supported Vigilard. That's true. Vigilard. We did support Vigilard. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, so, yeah, cool. if, uh, you know, tomorrow night's uh, schedule, 7.30, they uh, made Madness kicking off the show in Chikara's King of Trios 2011 Night 1, followed by uh, Beyond Wrestling's Uncharted Territory Season 1, Episode 1, followed by uh, Defy North Wrestling. The show was called Now 20. Oh. Uh, you can find them at independentwrestling.tv. On Twitter at Indie Wrestling, use the promo code Mortis. Right. Get you five days free. And, and watch some watch some good wrestling this weekend. Watch a ton of good wrestling. There's a ton of good shit on there. And I'm gonna have to have yeah. a conversation with a very fucking old friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Just hey, if you have a Ro- it's on Roku, Fire TV, Android and I- Android and uh, iPhone. Uh, me personally, I have had an account for a super long time. Um, you know, watch uh, a lot of like. Uh, I think since it was powerbomb.tv, watch like uh, AIW stuff I've been trying to catch because, you know, a lot of people on Twitter, they have AIW like uh, ties and talk about it it a lot. So I've been trying to pick it up where I can. It's hard because I don't have a Roku or a Fire Stick. So I've been kind of trying to watch my phone a little bit, but I think I'm going to buy a Roku. I have a Roku. I love Rokus. And that was what was going to get me to sign up. Uh, Did that little shit give you a script to read too? No. Oh, all right. You just looked that shit up. I swear to God, I'm going to have a fucking conversation with Jerry.tv. <laughs> and it's not going to be good. <laughs> and it's going to be so one-sided because yeah. he's also not going to fucking answer me back. <laughs> so shout out to our friends at you know, uh, Independent no, no, Wrestling. No, I'm, I'm not fucking done. My house burned down years ago. Oh, come on, and man. And that son of a bitch gave me an 8x10 as a, as a like, <laughs> make good. That little bastard. I'm looking at a bowling pin. I bought a Vin Gerard bowling t-shirt from the PBA when he was out there hustling those bastards. <laughs> we got heat, brother. 
I figured you would enjoy our <laughs> our new our new friends at independentwrestling.tv. No, of course I do. Uh, Mortis <laughs> is the code word. Use that. Yes, get, Mortis. Get some free days. Uh, there's a, so I mean, there's a so much good shit on there. Uh, there really I is. Mean, if you it's, if it's you a, can't find amazing. good wrestling on there, you're you're a crazy person. Um, I know they're doing a feature with Diana Perrazzo. Uh, yes, that right was now. Tonight. Uh, yeah, uh, tons of you know Chris Hero stuff. If that's your thing, tons of Chikara stuff. I think. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, what? hold on, yeah. hold on. What? Of all the independent wrestlers mm-hmm. that you yeah are gonna promote? Uh huh. You're promoting Chris Hero. I said for someone else to watch, not for me okay. to watch. All right. Uh, I, people like I, him. I'm in shock. People like him. You can okay. see him at a whole wide range of weight classes. Um, oh, son of a bitch. But Chikara, I think GCW's on there now. GCW, uh, yep. So Beyond, it, AIW, yeah. tons uh, Defy, stuff. tons of stuff, tons of available stuff to watch. Yeah. So, so yeah, use that promo code Mortis. Yeah. M-O-R-T-I-S, it'll get you five free days. Well, we're getting like a kickback, right? We'll discuss it off air. All right. We uh, I, I'm gonna discuss it off air. It's just not gonna be with you. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you, and uh, I don't know. Independent Wrestling TV Pro Wrestling. Let's go. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Let me just do this. Just Harlem Heat, is that just what we're doing? Yeah, yeah. You are you are the Stevie Ray to my Booker T. Wow, I'd rather be the big you know T to your Booker T. I was just about whatever. to say, I, I was just about to say, Stevie Ray. Back. Yeah, yeah, you're the big T to my Stevie Ray. Yeah. I take that back. I apologize.